Lords and ladies, welcome to Beyond the Source Wall, issue 13. You guessed it. Another fucking event. It's too many. <laughs> I'm so over it, but it's all right. I'm it's glad, I'm glad you guys are reading it so we can cover it on the show. And you might sell me on it, so let's see. We'll see. Um, We're going to try. Let's, uh, let's go around the room, introduce everybody. We are at full capacity, Fatal 5. Pretty dope. Um... I don't know. They're from the year like 30,000. Whatever. Um, but uh, top corner, Crave, what's cracking? Not much. Oh, Any, yeah, uh, like why don't you tell us real quick? I want to try this in the beginning of everyone. Tell us just what you read this week. Like, what did you, what did you read? Uh, pretty short week for me. It's just Firepower and the end of Spy Island. Okay. Oh, so you caught up on Spy Island. Yeah. Cool, yeah, nice. We talked about that today. Nice. I mean, that's basically it. Um, I read it every time it came out, so I'm a little foggy on the in-between connect, you know, but I still like... Oh, yeah, yeah. I had the other, you know, three books next to me so I could reference back to different things. Yeah, it, it, was, it definitely was necessary. Um, in the other corner, Ty, what's up, man? What's up, guys? Um, are you staying the whole time? What did you decide on? I'm just uh, wondering. I can only do it for like about an hour. Okay, uh, so, okay. Yeah, yeah, it's so, dead week for me at school, so I've got like an outline, an essay, I've got a portfolio I just turned in, I've got uh, a final, I've got a bunch of pictures I need to edit, and possibly some videos, depending on what happens. And then you go on break, yeah? Yep. Uh, oh, okay, well, cool. next week is my last day on the 9th, but yeah, then I'm done. Cool, cool. Hell yeah. What'd you read this week? A lot. Uh, oh, read this week. I I picked up a lot. I only read a little bit. I read uh, King in Black, Batcat, Strange Adventures uh, so far. What are some that you picked up that you're that you haven't read? Just wondering. What are the other ones? Too many. Oh, okay, but, cool. Uh, is I've that a is that up, a couple weeks? Uh, not. Or is that some one of these, week? Honestly, we're just. This is about two weeks actually. Okay. Now that I'm seeing it. Yeah, uh, I picked up the Hellboy BPRD issue because I haven't read Hellboy in a minute. Um, uh, oh, I got Parsec, that too. I got that power. too. Oh, good. Yeah, good, good, good. Cool. good. Yeah, right. I want to read more uh, Dark Horse, anyways. Me so. too. Fuck yeah. Um, yeah. let's see. Did you read Strange Adventures? Yes. Yes. Okay. Cool. You're, then you're caught up. You've you've read it all up to the now. For Strange and Adventures, yeah, and... yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Just making sure. Uh, you didn't just hop on. You've been reading it. Yeah, because I would be like hopping on would be ridiculous. Um, I, uh, I I got so into it. I picked up a uh, signed blank cover variant. I was I was dedicated from day one. Yeah, dude. you're a very big fan. That that's dedication. Hell yeah, <laughs> hell yeah. Uh, <laughs> in the uh, bottom left, Shawnee, what's cracking? How is everyone doing? Uh, yeah, I've had a pretty busy week. I've caught up on Thor by Donny Cates. Caught up on Venom by Donny Cates in anticipation of King and Black. They well, let you out. They let you out of your lot. cage. Tell the people they let you out of your cage. <laughs> You're allowed out now, despite all of his rage. Um, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Lockdown has half ended in the UK. We're allowed into pubs and bars if we buy food. <laughs> oh no! I would like to buy one peanut, sir. Uh, okay, I see. I'd probably do that. Uh, I know there yeah, there's, been, there's been a lot of backlash and confusion because the government have said you have to have a substantial meal. But they have refused to comment on what a substantial meal that, is classed as. Wait, wait, uh, what? I just yes. feel like I bought a glass of hot dog water. 
Yeah. So Iron yeah. chips. Holy shit. L like freaking uh, Prohibition era, <laughs> there was a term. It was a something or other sandwich they would do in New York. Mm -hmm. So uh, you would go in to drink, but you would have to order food. So the bar would literally make like one sandwich and put it in front of the patron while they had their drink to say, well, they got a sandwich with it and then proceed to pass the sandwich around the entire bar for the nice. entire day. Ooh, by the uh, end of the I, night. I got a pizza and it was a pretty good pizza. Hell yeah. But yeah. How do you it, know, though? How do you know? How do you know? It was like a around. prompt from, like, sex ed. <laughs> it, the sandwich funny, was the... put in front of every single man and passed around. Oh, God. Would you <laughs> eat that sandwich? I would not touch it. I wouldn't go near it. So, and then, of course, we have to introduce the last mate here. In the bottom right, Taps, what's cracking? Everything's cracking. Oh, no. Almost to read. <laughs> oh, I thought you meant your bones. <laughs> like, oh. My bones! <laughs> yeah. Dude, my, my bones. What did you read, Tabs? Uh, Black Widow came out. Uh, Batman, oh, Catwoman. I've been reading Champions Outlawed. What? Uh, there was Cheers. the Null Marvel Tales that came out to complement the King in Black, Atlantis right. Attacks, um, the Union. So I was I was slurping up all the King in Black stuff. Yeah, that is oh, crazy. What? That's a lot. My guy, you're reading the Union stuff? Listen, we fought them in World War II and won. Wait a sec. I'm, I'm, can, can, you, can I be... We're on the same side. <laughs> yeah, but secretly, we were fighting other wars too, bro. All right? We were, we were fighting other wars. <laughs> this is going to go like yeah. the, the John Belushi speech in Animal House. Did we give up when the Germans bombed Pearl Harbor? But the Germans, no, no, let him go. He's on a for, roll. For the audio podcast, Crave has just, um, he stepped it up. He, he looks to be evolving the, uh, the attire. Uh, uh oh. Okay. And Sean himself has hoodie also put on a hoodie. God damn it. I can't tell. Tabs could just say he's wearing a hoodie right now and nobody would know but me. I put on my cloak and wizard hat. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Plus five Plus to intelligence. Um, I, found the, I found the sandwich thing. <laughs> fucking uh all right i'll do let me just let me just do some social media stuff first um for those of you folks first time listening this is beyond the source wall we're just a comic podcast where we just talk all things comics you know whatever uh stews in the week but um the social uh the social medias you can hit us up on uh don't laugh at me. <laughs> um, I'm not you, can, at you. <laughs> you can you can hit us up on Twitter at SW Comics. All the other ones, Reddit. Um, what else we have, Shawnee? We got Reddit, um, Instagram, Spotify. All social media garbage. Yes, and please, if you're an we audio, have everything. Yes, which is cool. We did it beyond the source wall. Look us up. Um, source wall comics for Reddit and all that stuff. Um, I'll get better at the intros for the socials. I always feel weird shouting out stuff. I got to get it more like programmed into me. But um, read the description below. That's what I can tell you. We're there. DM us if you want to be um, a part of the show in any way. We're looking for people to talk comics uh, and interact with. So if there is a comic that we're reading, that you're reading, that you have something to say about, hit us up and we'll try to make it, you know, make it work. Hell yeah. Um, But since Ty has to go early today, we're going to do... 
What are we doing, Shawnee? What do we say? We're going to do the news first, and then we're just going to go into the stuff. Yeah. yeah. All right, let's do the news. Yeah. The news. So this is actually going to be really easy for all of us because yeah. the majority of us have actually already like started talking about all of the top things so far in the chat. First uh, thing we on got the very excited is, this week. And we should be because a lot, a lot of things have been happening. So apparently, well, uh, for one thing, uh, Oscar Isaac, uh, who is a pretty well-known uh, actor for his performances in Star Wars, uh, Ex Machina. I love him. Uh, least favorite thing I've ever seen him in was Sucker Punch, but that's just me. Um, he is rumored to be. Oh. I didn't hear you. <laughs> a Zack Snyder movie. Yeah, he's yeah. <laughs> There's a knife that Sean constantly has at all times. That is just <laughs> Snyder, and then just. <clears throat> Anyways, Oscar Isaac has been rumored to be cast as uh, Solid Snake for the Metal Gear Solid movie, which is going to be coming out through Sony. Mm. This is a pretty big deal because I had no idea first off what, was that a Metal Gear Solid movie was being made. Can I? Did was wasn't there something like a month ago or two months ago where he was cast as Moon Knight, but it was incorrect or it was correct? So or it was incorrect. You are correct. That is correct. That I'm... was the rumor to be the case. So he was supposed to be uh, Moon Knight, but apparently there was a mix up. What they like to do is they like to hype the crowd and see if people actually respond oh. really well to the casting decisions. Oh. And a lot of the times, <laughs> yeah, it's a it's an agent's job or a producer's job to do that to see but... what happens. Um, the same thing actually happened for the Green Lantern Corps movie where people hyped, were hyping up uh, Army Hammer um, and he was kind of for it, but that's besides the point. Um, do you guys know anything about this movie at all? This is the first time I'm actually hearing about this. Uh, the Metal Gear? You know, Metal Gear. This is the first time I'm oh, hearing yeah. about it. I'm pretty excited. It's weird. It's cool. I, okay, so here's the thing. Before I go into the rest of it, I don't know what to feel about it because is wait 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 is Kojima directing it? That's yeah. what I'm saying. Oh, if he's not directing it, I don't exactly then I don't really care. Well, he but, could just be a producer or a consultant. Yeah, but that's bullshit. I mean, no, he needs to be the director because like I just want to see him direct his dude. It's his oh because when he leaves, all right. So right now Kojima's he has his own studio. He's about to put out yes. fresh IPs, but Konami still owns Metal Gear. Yeah, Damn. but Konami yes. could license it out to Kojima to make the movie if they wanted to. But that's a ooh, that would be way too. Well, it's kind of a, like you know petty. For if Konami. I can just hop this for like a hot second, because oh, there's also been rumors that Silent Hills is getting potentially rebooted, and I also yeah, um, there there's uh, more fresh hmm. rumors about that. Um, but and but also. Oh, a, re a remake of Metal Gear Solid by Bluepoint, who just did the Demon oh, Souls. Yeah. So oh. there, there's some some rumblings in the background, like more or less, like is wait a minute. Since, well, hold on. Since Kojima is with um Sony, is Sony playing a good guy matchmaker to try and smooth over things between Konami and Kojima? And sure, then, I think you know, so. Sony you know, pulls out the money gun. Did you, did you hear that uh, Ko, uh, Kojima right now is working on a horror game, but hasn't released the title? And then you also hear no. that Konami is working on a Silent Hill game, but they haven't really released quick. who's making it. You know what I'm saying? Like, Where who's... did you hear that? Because that sounds familiar to me. Do you remember PT, the horror video yeah, game? Yeah, yeah, that's the... Right. That no, was, no, that so that's Silent, Silent, Silent Hill. Hill. That's, Ko that's Kojima's Silent Hill game. 
But since Kojima left, and PT never became anything, so Kojima leaves. But but the weird thing is right now is Kojima is stated to actively be working on a horror game to redefine like the horror genre. And then you have Konami, all these whispers of Silent Hill. I'm pretty sure they're licensing it over to Kojima to make. That's my. That's what I think. So. I'm looking at the credits right now, and one of the people that's tapped to work with this project is Abby Arid, who, if you guys don't know who Abby Arid is, he's the producer of this. He was the guy who produced the Raimi films, but he's also the reason why the third Spider-Man film had that bit of venom forced into the Right, he's the guy. Himself. He's that guy. He's okay. also the guy who wanted to redo The Amazing Spider-Man, and he has been pushing this because he understands that there's profits to me from toy lines. He has a huge stake in the toy lines, specifically with Sony. Um, it also looks like the script is being written by Derek Connolly, and Peter Kane is the executive overseeing for the studio. Interestingly, I don't see a single Kojima tie to any of this right now, which is frustrating because, I mean, let's think about this for a second. Look at literally anything Kojima. It's all out there weird. It's comically dumb, but it works. Can I don't understand can, how are they how would they do it? Wait. Tabs. What do yes. you think? Um based on just what I've heard and and read, um Kojima is famously tight-lipped and has been known to lie to the media. Um, he plays games. He plays games. So, and who knows uh what's going on with Konami? I have heard that he was working on a horror game to kind of like salvage his ideas from Silent Hills and Konami wanting to reboot Silent Hill into something proper again, as opposed to just doing pachinko machines that they have been because they suck. <laughs> yeah, what the fuck? It's um, <laughs> weak. They, they just wanted to become a licensing house. Yeah. They wanted to get out of games because Konami, um, Kojima's budget's like he would just blow them out of the water with his games and take forever. And they finally got tired of it. Essentially. That's right. why they gave him the boot. Um, but with Sony in the mix now, because they gave him a blank check essentially for death stranding. Right. Um, so who knows, you know, it might be one of those things like work. If you guys work together again, you know, we'll pay a license and PlayStation exclusive. But this is one of those things that nobody's going to know until they actually start opening up about it. Okay. But well, who, so, uh, so, real quick, going back to Metal Gear the movie, Kojima isn't on it, but it would have been cool. I don't think Kojima's a part of the Metal Gear movie at all. Like, I definitely don't think that. I definitely think there's potential no. for that Silent Hill. But for the movie, it would have been cool. I think he would have done something yeah. really fucking dope. Like, he's weird, man. He's super weird. It might just but be I one don't... of those things, again, you just have to wait and see when right. more information about the movie comes out, who's attached Dude. to what. Is anybody here a Metal Gear fan? Yes. Okay, cool, cool. I'm glad. I'm glad. Yeah. It was, uh, it was cool when you could put the gun up and they, you know the hands behind the back shit i was like whoa this is blowing my mind the amount of stuff that they've done is insane i I'm i love i love how insane he is um a lot of people are fans of like the trilogy the one two three but i do think four is like amazing it was fucking awesome when what i played story it do you think like would be the movie like the basis probably like, like the first two first, Moses, right? like uh 
probably just you know generic spy movie yeah what if it's garbage because it's not kojima and it's just Uh, this is garbage trash okay next topic next topic oh and (laughs) sony's making it fucking next topic they don't know how to direct shit let's move they're they're right moving on i'm actually going to be talking about a couple things for people who are watching to uh, be uh keeping an eye out for uh something that was shared by sean uh was from donny cates on twitter saying retailers hey you know i don't bullshit about this stuff so please believe me when i tell you that issues three and especially six issue six of crossover are going to be big like really big crazy big order accordingly they will sell out now there's speculation in the market about what's going on right now for one thing people are suspecting that it could be century superman a lot of people are hinting at that it could be thor we don't really know yet i think that's not even the biggest but that's not so we're hype we're so focused on the comic but the ball's on this guy man he's like (laughs) my shit's about to fucking sell you better he built into mouse's office he just sold everything on the desk he just like, sold. He just he just probably <laughs> sold a hundred thousand more copies just because of that statement for doing that. The balls, man. I think it could backfire on people, but I think it worked. I don't even care about the Superman it's, thing. We'll find out. The story will tell. If, if but he's Superman amazing. Up, that'll be that, fucking crazy. That would be cool. How insane would that be? Do you so think that's really that what it's getting at? Hope. Well, hope Superman. Does it seem like it's too? Guarantee a sellout issue. Yeah, but it does it not seem like he just told us everything then? I'm just wondering, like, if it is Superman, does it not seem like almost too cliche? Yeah, Yeah, this is the thing we're saying is like we're speculating so much. Right. And that's the point is to drive. I feel like a character from something has to show up, whether it's Superman or whether it's another character. So right now it's an image comic book and we're trying to decide who licensed out the character. Marvel or DC. That's what we're trying to figure out. Hmm. I thought Marvel probably did it, not DC. This is actually really. uh, I would like Superman because. I'm actually in the middle of learning about Massly Media Law right now. And I actually explained a little bit of this to you guys uh, before. So under fair use uh, and copyright law, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, under fair use and copyright law, it's actually, there are some workarounds to what you can do by making the image altered a little bit, um, by only showing certain percentages of that characteristic. For example, an issue like three or four of Spawn um spawn goes to hell where there's a cage and all of these different superhero characters are reaching out right you've got the thing you've got spider-man i mean he he talks to superman like this was a big fuck you to marvel and dc but by changing the characteristics or only showing certain bits of it you get around it you, it's called fair use um for example if i've got the webbed hand of spider-man all oh, i'm doing is bring that yeah. with hand. Fan- uh, I, see, I see the panel with all all the arms sticking out Yep, family, yep, yep, yep. Uh, there's family Batman, guy. Wonder Woman, yeah, there's, Wolverine, yeah, Shazam. It's a really Hulk. easy workaround. Um, with older well, Todd's balls. Todd's balls are just so big. <gasps> that would make sense nose. why Do- Donnie came to Image and his balls grew. Oh my god, this is amazing. His balls dropped. Jesus. His balls grew three sizes that day. Oh, oh my god, it's oh, like the. Oh, we need a Christmas uh, story now. <laughs> Damn, a Donny Cates, uh, Donny Cates Christmas story of how it's his balls dropped. Yeah, dude. Like, so we can speculate for hours. We can speculate all day about what this is, but I'm really excited about it. The other comic that I wanted to talk about was uh, well, actually, there's two. Who do you want uh, it to be? Wait, 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 wait. Who do you want Me? it to be? 
who do you want to show up? Oh, I want it to be Superman. Absolutely. Yeah, yes. I want it to be Superman. After the teaser at the end of issue one, it, it's got to be. Otherwise, I'm I know, but does that not you know seem, what? does that not all seem now? Are we, do we not? Wait, what was that movie? Is it just now that, if it is Superman, are we disappointed? Because it's almost like, oh, it wasn't, or, you know, I don't know. I have no that clue. Be lit. Yeah, <laughs> I like that attitude. It will be lit. <laughs> Fuck yeah. All right, then he said it. You heard it here, folks. It will be lit. All right, get ready. That's fucking so, dope, man. Well, now my confidence right now? is just skyrocketed. Oh, I'm good. Ready Player One. After Ready Player One, that big fight scene at the climax of the movie, they got all those different properties together. I don't think you can rule out that you know they loan a character out for something. Mm-hmm. Oh I yeah, that's my question: is who do you think would loan out the character? I would say Marvel. Donnie's working with marvel um todd worked with marvel you know what i mean i bet i think more in recent years todd's probably done more hasn't he done a didn't todd do black and white isn't that his thing that didn't he do a no he didn't do a th- oh man where am i getting that from then what was a lot has has todd ever done anything with dc where am i getting this black and white shit with todd God, doing have, uh, i don't think he's done anything he's not done anything major okay I'm just wondering. Now, I think it's more likely to be Marvel, but I would like it to be Superman, but I also don't know if I want yeah. it to be Superman because I'm kind of like, I already know it's Superman. at the end of first issue has to go somewhere. It's, yeah. No, it definitely does. I'm just yeah. wondering. All right. That's cool. He's got big cojones. Juevos. Like, yeah. he went into Mickey Mouse's office, threw his balls on the desk, and was like, yo. And then Mickey Mouse man. back the mouse went. and said, this is my house. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I gave him a smack ago. Yeah, I'm just I'm just thinking of all it's the like so- the South Park half to death. Yeah. Word. So what's next, Ty? What else? Well, there's a comic that you guys are all uh, reading right now. Something is killing the children. Issue number one from Boom yeah, Studios. Boy. Yeah. <laughs> By James Tiny and the Fourth. Issue Hell number yeah. one, nine point eight, has been sold oh. on eBay for three hundred and ten dollars. Cool. Good. It's Fantastic. worth every penny. Have you been it's watching what I'm buying? Than... Good. It deserves it. What's that? Have you been watching what I'm buying on eBay? Yeah, that was top <laughs> support. <laughs> no. Of course. I... It's and now somebody's selling one for three fifty or best offer. Can somebody tell me the grading? Is there just no such thing as a ten point like there's no, there is. That okay. does exist, but it's very rare. It's there's, the ultimate rarity. Is anybody so when I see the guy open up the boxes at the comic shop, it's just comics in a box. I'm kind of like fuck. So what? What are those comics immediately uh-huh. out of the box? What grade are they? They're usually nine point eights because if you okay. look at it's usually like the spine corners. You'll notice like they have like a little tiny like tick on them. Yeah. Um, to my Wait. understanding, a lot of because the only there's 9.8, there's actually 9.9s, which are super rare, and then the 10s. And to my understanding, one, you have to be super lucky to get one from the store, but it's more likely if you got it like direct from the printer somehow, um, yourself, just because Damn, any, any kind of any right kind of damage printer. can happen from. The, from printing to loading it from the printers, yeah, to going, to in going the box to ship without yeah, any bags then, or boards, you're like, oh, well, shit. then shipping to Diamond and then Diamond to the stores and then handling and then obviously putting it on the distribution shelf. is a fucking joke. That's all I'm saying. 
distribution is a joke. Diamond should be well, eradicated. These people should not about distribution. What is it? When the barcodes on the front. Wait, wait. I missed the first <laughs> yeah, part. Yeah. So start it again. So what the, part is part the worst part about distribution is when the barcodes on the front. No, that that's in the manufacturing. I'm saying why? Yeah, true. So the, you know, fuck okay. this. These companies, they ship it to them to ship it out, but just invest in your own infrastructure and just and do it. DC's trying to do this backfire. That's America's problem. Not to get. We don't invest in ourselves. We don't fucking care. You know, fucking beat. Um. Um. Damn. Damn but here, here, here's the other funny thing too. Like with these gradings, and I, I brought this up with somebody. Like if, if you were to like ensure your collection somehow, you could argue blue in the face about you know well this sold for this and everything unless it's something like super rare, they're gonna go to, um, the Overstreet more than likely because that's a printed source that keeps track of, um of generated value so like when you see the their highest is 9.2 in overstreet so it's 9.2 and above like my nyx3 is 9.2 and above is like valued at 425 but the market shifts based on you know demand so you can get above that you can get below that but if anything were to like happen to it and you were looking for some kind of reimbursement, you, you know, you can argue, oh, well, this is like selling for X amount, and they'll pull out the book and be like, eh, no, it's only really worth this because that's what it's actually printed as. So it's it's kind of like a fictitious value in a way, right. driven by the mar the live markets. It's almost like Wall Street for comics. That's essentially it is. Yeah. Like you look at 9.6s and 9.8s on some issues and there's like hundreds or thousands of dollars difference. Yeah, and, it's crazy. And yeah, the market is just so silly. You have to buy a copy of this price guide? Or is it online somewhere? Oh, uh, you can go into the, into the stores and buy them. They usually have it's called Overstreet. Yeah. Okay. You only have to pick we, one should, up like every couple of years. A Back to the Future where we get this one from like the future, go back in time, we find out what's hot, we collect them, we sell them, or you know. Man. Doc gets shot, but he doesn't get shot because we fixed it all in the timeline. And then he becomes happy in the Wild West. I mean, it's perfect. It's written itself. See? There we go. <laughs> um, yeah, that's time I've not got an issue one. Wait. Oh, you got, oh, you want to brag a little, do you, boy? I do. I can't <laughs> it's children. First Damn printing, you. first issue. Yeah, I'm definitely. Before it became big. I'm sorry. I, I love the title, like, immediately. I remember seeing it, and then, but at the time, I wasn't picking up the skinnies. So, but the title, I always liked that shit. I was like, damn, what does that mean? You know, something's killing the children. Um, what does it mean? Maybe it means something is killing children. I know. It was very, when I read the description, that's what it's it a, said. Yeah, pretty much. It's in, a very amb ambiguous yeah, title. Yeah. It really did delve, uh, and then that's when I kind of was like, I don't know, I like stories with like, that's why I like, um, I don't know how to put it, I like kid comics, I like, you know, that's why I got the Super Sons and stuff. Cartoony like, stuff. Yeah, and then, and then even, I know this isn't like cartoony, it's pretty dark, but it, it, it's got kids in it, right, Sean? Like. Yes, I'm most yeah, of You know, so like, that's oh cool. Gosh. It's um, just like Wu-Tang Clan. Damn. Then that sells it itself. Um, <laughs> what well, Wu Tang? Yep, it's Wu for the kids. It's for the kids. Yeah. Um, 
Was there any more news, Ty? Yes. Uh, Go going along that same uh, studio pattern, actually, Boom Studios just dropped their 20th Century Studios trailer for the film The Empty Man, uh, which is interesting because uh, for all of us, we've kind of been having conversation about uh, how there's not 20th Century Fox, it's 20th Century Studios right now. But the trailer's been dropped, Empty Man. Uh, I don't know the name of this actor, but I've seen him in a bunch of stuff. Um, does anybody know who this guy is? He was the uh, like main kind of second in command in Iron Man 3 for the extremist program. Yeah, you're right. That's what it you was. You just got to picture him without any hair. James Badge Dale. That's mm -hmm. what it is. Okay, yeah, cool. I recognize him. Yeah, he was one of the well, bad guys in Iron Man 3. Yeah, and he did a really good job on that one, actually. This is going to be the story based off of the Colin Bunn comic of the same uh, with Vanessa R. Del Rey on art. Uh, it's interesting because I actually haven't heard any hype around this, but I'm interested to see how this is going to go, especially because this is going to be another one of those uh, comic book movies that doesn't get as much tension because it's not superhero based, but still something it's already like gone. So it was released back in October. This is going to be the uh, DVD and video on demand. The it's going. Man? It's going straight yeah. to. And well, I didn't. To VOD, I'm sorry. Is this a feature film, full length? Full-length feature film? Uh, I didn't see the trailer. It was dropping... Uh, Folks at home, know, I don't watch trailers. in Mexico uh, in October 22nd this year. Okay, I just saw the release date for in theaters, but this is, you know, straight to... I guess not straight to, but it's VOD and DVD. When is this happening? Sorry, tell me the day again. January. Okay. Well, this says that its initial release was in October in Mexico this year, but apparently, uh, according to Craven, that's uh, it was filmed in August 2017. Yeah, it sat for a while. Weird. Oh wow, it got really bad. It's already reviews. got some reviews. Oh yeah, I forgot oh, yeah, there was a pandemic. Thing, uh, pandemic. That is unfortunate. Well, well that was like um, here first. Like Cabin in the Woods. Cabin in the Woods was in the can for like two or three years. If not four, complete. Um, what are you saying? Finished product. It it was in the can, done, ready for re release, and it mm -hmm. didn't get released until Thor came out. And then mm -hmm. everybody's like, "Oh, oh hey, no, that was a hype move. That was <laughs> they, that was movie. total marketing. Good marketing. I feel like they probably pushed. I can drive down to uh, a city about forty five minutes away and see Cincinnati. Yeah. Drive down to Cincinnati and see Empty Man on Friday. Or, well, next Friday. <laughs> That's cool. What is it at? Like an indie theater or something? Or is it at a mainline? No, it's an AMC. Okay, cool. Damn. I'm sorry. Can somebody tell me? Did it look good? Is it 90? Is, do we know the run the runtime? Anything like that? 137 minutes. Oh, seven. It's a long movie. That's good. That's good. That's a full film. I would say. You know, once you cross once you cross Not the two hours. Not in advance for critics. And what did it? What's it about? Is is are we getting like? Is this kind of like superhero superpowers? Or is this a horror film? Like some kind Something of thriller horror story? Definitely Ooh. a horror movie. I just felt I did like the trailer in the chat. No, I don't. I'm not. So you don't watch me. It's not my but, problem. Uh, but you could just convey it to me. Was the it empty hate? man? Probably what? the bastard cousin twice removed from the bye bye man or slender man. Oh shit, that's what I was getting the vibes of. So do we know is this is this a bit in one word, the trailer. 
is generic. It looks it looks <sighs> okay. Yeah, it didn't look too bad, but a little generic, I think. I mean, it's one of those things, especially if you're a horror movie fan. Okay, you, you know, already know you're getting like kind of. It's yeah, horror. Well, yeah, you're getting. Yeah, and yeah, like it, when it's it a mixed bag, it's like maybe. it could go either way, right? Unless it's like really Ooh. bad, you're like, I'm just gonna go see. Like when Freddy vs. Jason came out, right? Right? I, okay. I, I get. I, I, can I get looked those at my vibes. buddy, and I'm like, dude, we are going to this. He's like, oh, it's gonna be terrible. I'm like, Ooh. it's gonna be amazingly terrible, but I'm gonna love every yeah, second. I of can it. get behind that. I can get behind that. Um, I was a fan movie. Although the guy that made it is not. A big name. He does a lot of like B movies. Yeah, that's what we were getting at pretty much. Triple <laughs> A B yeah, movies yeah, are the best. Yeah. yeah, that's what they are. Triple A B movies. They're the best of the B's, baby. Sometimes they're better than it. like A movies. Like single A, double A. Sometimes. You know? He doesn't even have a Wikipedia page. He's oh, Jesus IMDb. Christ. <laughs> that's hilarious. Funny to point that out. Well, we're giving you fucking uh, props right now, buddy. Hook it up. Two bits of um, news left. Last one is going to be that Haley Stanfield has been cast uh, for the Hawkeye Disney Plus series that's going on, as well as six other cast members. Uh, it looks like it's going to be uh, Ava DuVernay, uh, Vera Farmiga, Yelena Belova, and Florence Pugh. It's going to be quite a bit of a cast, although there doesn't seem like there's going to be a specific date uh, for when it's going to be released. Florence Pugh is carrying on her role from Black Widow movie. Where are we going with this? What do we think? Are we going to dig it? Is it is I, Hawkeye going to exit in a good way, or is it going to be kind of like an SJW send-off thing? Is he going to uh, be... Old Man Hawkeye. Well, I'm, oh, if it's Old Man Hawkeye, I'm down. I But but my thing right now is they haven't really showed us anything to know that, though, right, Crave? Like, he hasn't no, really no, been... No, no, I'm, I'm just shitting. No. shitting. You know They're what I'm saying? chop his arm off so he can get oh, cool ways. No, no, but, but you know how he like loses his... um. What's he losing in Old Man Hawkeye? Is it his sight or his hearing? He's losing his hearing or something. Um, in the comic universe, he's already lost... Like, his hearing is very bad. Yeah. He has hearing aids. So I'm saying, like, I, I'm down for Old Man Hawkeye style. I'm just like, what's the what's the conflicting thing? You know, is it just family? He's just got to get out. He's got to leave. You know, what? Yeah. I wonder well, what's uh, it going to be. The whole whatever movie seemed to be about, you know, handing off to the next generation. Yeah. That's what it seems to be for, you know, the Black I don't Widow like, movie. I don't want it to feel Hawkeye that movie. way, though. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't, what you just said there is exact, I'm down for handing it off and passing a torch. I don't want to move, I don't want to be, like. That's what they've been doing with Spider-Man this no, past I, couple of years. But f- hear me out. I don't want to know that and feel that in the movie that this is a passing the torch movie. Like, for me, Spider-Man fucking dies. Miles becomes Spider-Man. Like, that's not, they didn't just. They killed the Spider-Man. That was dope. Great. That's that's dope. So I'm hoping in this Hawkeye, it's not just like a, let's pass that torch, buddies. I hope I, yeah, it's I'm like, sure they can do it better than we can. I'm just wondering. I can't, I can't, I don't, I don't, Hawkeye's one of my faves in the uh, MCU right now, and I don't really see what's going to happen. Like, I didn't mm-hmm. know if anybody had any insight, what they, if any direction for this character. I don't have anything. I did, however, oh. call the end game scene. I'm sorry, I just like to point that out. I did say that Hawkeye would, uh, the first scene would be him fading, or his family fading away. I said it would be yeah. at the dinner table and that he would leave to go to take the dishes in. And when he came back, they would all be gone. But it mm-hmm. wasn't. And I, when we went there, I was, uh, we were blown away when it started because it started at him. And I was just like, fuck, yeah. me and my wife were like, Jesus Christ, it's happening. And I called it and I was just like, fuck, that was awesome. It was a great open. And then it went into Mr. Fantasy. You know that song uh, by um, 
fuck, that would be bad if I can't give them their name. Um, come on, it's some kind of like, fuck, I forget their name. Um, but Mr. Fantasy, great song. That was a cool intro for uh, Endgame. One of the best. Um, but that's cool. So we're getting Kate Bishop then, pretty much. Yes. Yes, 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 yes. Uh, the last bit of news is that DC Comics' Naomi television series from Ava DuVernay, who is uh, famous for helping produce and make the 13th on Netflix, uh, as well as Jill Blankenship, is going to be doubling down on the DC Comics IP for the latest television project, which is going to be the story of Naomi uh, from Bendis and David Walker. Bendis. I'm sorry. Is this the thing that's on the CW now tabs that you just put in like earlier? What's yeah, the that's the, that's yeah, that's the same story, I believe. Okay. It's on CW as well. That's gonna be even worse. That's my fear. I was hoping HBO, mm. like HBO Max, kind of seems like we'll have the HBO quality to it, the you know a, a certain flair to it. Um, but then you're yeah. going the CW. I'm not opposed to the CW. I'm not gonna hate on it, but it is like it has a different approach, you know, clearly. Um, when you're literally partnered with HBO, like your parent company owns HBO, why would it go on CW? Because well, I think what Tabs audience. is talking about, I yeah, I think it's audience. He lighter, right? Lighter tones. I don't know, just all that kind of bullshit. Mm. Kind of seems that way. Yeah, I I don't I don't know. You would think that they would slowly kind of absorb it, but who knows? It might be something like Disney does. Like they got dis, they have um the Disney Channel, Disney Plus. And Disney XD, and I was just reading earlier in the week, um, some friends posted up, um, Disney's canceling the new DuckTales because they moved it to XD, and whenever they seem to like have a popular show, they're like, oh, we'll move it to XD. Why is nobody watching it? Because nobody watches Disney XD like the other ones, and so it dies. Right. Damn, hmm. DuckTales. Did you guys watch The Last Ship? That was on like NBC or something. No, Mm -mm. big propaganda for like the Navy. You know, you're the last ship in a world that's been ravaged by a virus. So, oh my God, that's fucking. Oh, I did. I did hear crazy. That that was in a couple years, right? Yeah, it had a it had a lot of big actors uh, on it. And uh, anyway, so I mean, you mentioned Jill Blankenship, and she was a uh, writer producer for the show. And that had, you know, that's got tons of action in it. She's a writer producer for Arrow, tons of action in that. So I'm sure that this new show will have tons of action as well. Um, last bit of news. I just wanted to re-mention, um, or I don't know if we ever said this on the podcast or this happened during the week, but we were talking about how HBO announced that a lot of their shit, pretty much like everything is going mm-hmm. straight to their platform as well. Um, I was just wondering for you guys, does this affect our... Are you like for me, there's a bunch of movies that I'm glad this is happening for. But for yeah. Dune, I always wanted to see Dune and th- I don't I don't see you anything. Have a choice. It, You'll have a choice. Yeah, yeah. But my, my question is, are any of you the type of people because it's now you're given the choice and the choice can be stay home? Will you just stay home or, you know, because you can see Dune? For some of them. Well, I was just wondering because like Dune is one that I really want to see like on a giant screen. Yeah, just, I mean like if Tenet had been released on video versus theater, I probably still would have gone to see Tenet in theater. Good, there you go. That's my yeah. That make more sense. Yeah, that's the point. Like, there's just some that are just too. Be- they they're supposed to be like beautiful, like land. Yeah, you know, big blockbuster movies need to be seen in a theater. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I like the choice for yes. sure because like when um. 
uh, what was it? Uh, Guns Akimbo with Daniel Radcliffe yeah, came out. Watch that. That was a simultaneous release, and I went home. I'm like, I'm gonna watch Guns Akimbo, and I'm gonna watch it in the silence of my home with nobody there to, yeah, uh, to bother me. And it was ridiculous fun. Highly recommend Guns Akimbo if you've never seen it. Yeah, you did. That's on my list. I have it on my saved. Uh, that 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 one does look good. Stupid um, funny. Who who plays Nixon? That that's a big name actress too. Uh, or Tamara Weaving. Oh, what else uh, has she been in? God, that's killing me now. I'm the grateful. babysitter on Netflix. She's Hugo that's Weaving. That's right. The, yeah. Oh, did you say the babysitter? Yeah. 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 I have not seen that yet, too, but it's on my list. Oh, so um, good. The, fir- that, the first the, uh, one is better than the second one. The one with the bride that's being hunted by the family. Uh, Came out like a year ago. Oh, that's right. She's in Bill and Ted as well. Face the music. Um, I'm going through her IMDb. Mayhem Monster Trucks. I have no idea what that is. Oh, she was in um, Ash vs. Evil Dead. She played Heather. Okay. Uh, I have to see that now because I don't remember Heather. This definitely helps because I don't think I was going to see Wonder Woman in theater. So, like... Now I'm going to watch it like the day it comes Definitely out. makes it easier. For those yeah. who don't know, what's been happening has been uh, HBO is going to be releasing everything uh, all at once uh, for both theater and as well on. First. Uh, what's that? We should have covered this first. A little bit. But we here we are. Back and forth, so that's into what, what it actually is. In case we need. <laughs> <laughs> um, so what we're discussing is that there's a bunch of things happening right now. That all of the films uh, are going to be released, including Dune, Wonder Woman, etc. That's what everyone's talking about right now. I'm actually for it because I think it makes sense. That's just me. I don't think it's going to... What I, I The other point I'm trying to bring up is I don't think it's going to change... Like, it. yes, it will have an effect on ticket sales. But for me, like, I only go see two movies a year. Like, that's just, like, all I ever see. Like, so Dune will still be one of them is what I'm saying. So, like, they still got my ticket sale. And I'll probably have an HBO Max subscription by the time, like, yeah. you know, all their stuff starts. Well, Wonder you Woman. Gotta, you got to get the free trial now because that's going away. Dune, yeah. I'll have to stay tuned for what a second movie is of the year. Wait, they're getting rid of their free trial? No, I mean, like, they've been kind of, I don't know. In the article that I read about HBO is that they, you know, free subscriptions were drying up or something. Oh no, the well? The well was drying up of the free subscriptions? Yeah. God damn. Just I don't know, I've been paying because yeah. it's pretty good stuff. No, HBO's worth it, man. I, it's, I, yeah, I got it for like, I got the month or whatever free trial, and then like I watched Watchmen, and then they just had all sorts of other stuff. Did you I've ever go into watching. Eastbound and Down yet? Not yet. Oh, I've been please. watching through That's like prob- six feet under. It's one of the stuff. best. It's one of the best. It's crazy. The dude, that dude's a great writer. Um, Danny McBride. He seems like a goof. He's, he's crazy, great, but he's a good writer. It's great. It's really, really talented dude. Yeah. Um. All right. Cool. So that's the news. Uh. What, what's he said? What does he say? What is Rick? Oh, and that's the way the news goes, right? Isn't that right? That's the name of the way, of course. Let's see. You know what really grinds my gears? Oh wait, wrong news <laughs> program. Um. It looks like Noel's next. Let's do Noel. King of Black number one. Who who all read it? Number who's one. The, who's the team on this? Who, who's the team on this? All right. Donny Cates. Take it and away. Ryan Steckman. How was it? Was it good? Was, was it a good start? In lit. So good. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Don't use that. Don't be using that word too much. 
It's gonna this lose its meaning. <laughs> cool. Don't spoil me. Now like, go ahead, spoil me. This is an epic of the most epic proportions. What are we trying to get at hey, though? Did he it? No, I'm not gonna read any more hey. events. I just I'm I'm hey. gonna read the cap. I know, I know. The thing is is Dude, Spider-Man events are are usually really good. I mean, just look, like the Carnage events and everything. This is written by Donny Cates. Donny Cates, who brought Superman to Image Comics. That, well, we don't know that. We don't. We don't know that. <laughs> Allegedly. <laughs> Allegedly. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. Well, go on. Tell me about it, though. At least I want to know. That ass. So the story is null. The god of the symbiotes has finally arrived to Earth to hunt down Brock. Yes. But for what? Like, what took what took him so long to come to Earth? Was there what what took him so long to get to Earth? Like, this whole time, Null's been a character for a while. Why why is he like taking so long? He's riding a dragon in space. Yeah, oh shit! Big. His only f- oh, his only form of travel is space dragon. I say, okay. He got unleashed from the symbiote prison about ten issues ago. Okay, so he's not been. Yes, it's not been too long. So he was in prison then. That's good to know. All right. Yeah. Yeah, he was he, caged he was, by school. Yeah, he was the center of the planet essentially. Cool. Heard this one before. Yeah wicked and it's very strange but basically what's been going on is Noel is like i need to come to earth i need to go take over and i need to get brock um so the avengers and as sean likes to put it uh he could hear the music does uh, he for the avengers like the like, the wait, wait, does theme, he like... want does he want brock or does he want eddie you know like like who's he hunting is it the man or the symbiote yeah i mean spoilers on that one well do it it's spoiled spoil me I want to know. It, he doesn't want the symbiote or Eddie. <sighs> okay, cool. It is Eddie's son he wants. Oh, we're expanding. Fa- we're expanding families again. Time to pass again. the torch. Yeah, God. So, what's so special about the boy? He's got a little bit of both in him, a or lot. something. Yeah, he's been set up a lot in this run to be special. Yeah. Yes. A couple oh. things have happened. Um, there's been a lot of uh, interactions with. Um, the Carnage symbiotes, the Venom symbiotes, and basically the idea is that because he was born of the symbiotes, um, without them... Okay, I'm trying to figure out how much time I actually want to spend talking about this. (laughs) Yeah, the birthing process. Yeah, was that um, Eddie and his wife didn't actually, in order to make the baby, um, the DNA was collected in the codices uh to make codicide kid that's basically what happened is like a venom symbiote got onto his wife and because it had uh the dude i've seen this porn yeah yeah he's yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah i've seen this hentai oh no oh Oh, no why am i marvel manga edition Spaghetti O's. So that's what's been going on in the story so far. And cool. that is what has been uh, built up towards this. It's art by Ryan Stegman, so you know it's going to be good. And good. it's how many issues? Five issues? 
for the main this week Tabs is picking up over 40 tie-in series they added more it's it's well over 50 what about um you have a little addiction problem did yeah yeah you're one to talk huh um (laughs) we're uh did 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 my boy captain america make an appearance he was in this yeah I saw there's I will be picking up Captain America King and Black. I gotta get that physical. I just want I don't know. I'm a sucker for Captain America. You need to read the main series as well alongside it. Oh. You all will get better at storytelling as you tell me the story. (laughs) It just wasn't King and Black that came out this week too, because there was like a um uh, a Marvel Tales that came out, which is oh, like yeah. a bunch of the uh, back issues. So there, Null came out, which was like three issues of Venom and a a Dark Carnage or an Absolute Carnage that that tied in like Null coming to Earth and and Eddie like sensing he was coming and getting ready for it. And then there was also the Union and um atlantis attacks but then last week spider woman she gets a call from captain marvel at the end of hers and sees a null dragon coming in um actually was it a null dragon or was it a spider i could be wrong but a bunch of characters in their series are getting little panels tying in the king in black this sounds like um so uh I have like the Infinity Gauntlet omnibus and stuff, and like for each, like so, the Infinity Gauntlet was only six issues, but each issue had like, let's see, six issues. There's forty-five, I think. So each one had like four, you know, each like one had four tie-ins. Um, so it was pretty crazy. It seemed like a mighty event. This seems like that, like we're getting a we're getting a mighty event. Do we know how many the standard King in Black is like? Is it a six issue? It's five. It's, it's five f- issues. Okay. okay cool. See, this and that cool. we've uh, the ven- uh, the venom issues as well, which probably five, which will be pretty important to the main run. So overall, ten. And um, so it's already better than Exoswords. A lot. Well, look what you did See, to me, Hickman. Well, Exoswords had a lot of promise, but then when it actually got into it, it was because yeah. I finally read it. I was like, "What? What is this? What's the end game for this?" I would have liked to know. I was reading, anyway. I was reading a Captain Britain story. I probably would have said, "You know what? I thought I was reading an apocalypse story, which it was." But like, come on! At the end of the day, Saturnine, you bitch. This is all your fucking fault. <laughs> you know, Chief. She's a devious one. Um, so I sent the picture to the chat of the first page where it's got the title page where all the symbiotes have fallen to earth. Did you all look at that picture I sent? There's nothing in chat. Yeah, what do you mean? What do you I, mean there, boy? No, I mean I sent it a few days ago when I was first reading it. Oh. Ugh. I'm not Ugh. scrolling back that far. Now nah, give me a second, I'll send it again. What, what was it? It was the one where you said you heard the music? Is that what you said? Yeah, it's got yeah, the king and black written at the top. I've just sent it now. Yeah, it's oh, just sending, sending. Sent. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah that's the, dope. Um, that's dope. That's it sick. was yeah, an dope. epic page. Like I heard the music, like the Alan Silvestri Avengers theme on this page. Yeah, it was and that, that's the um, the list of what's coming out for it. It's it's big. The guy who did the music 
Alan Silvestri. He um the future baby. Yeah, he did Back to the Future as well, which I find very yeah. ironic since it's brought up in Endgame. You know, I find that to be like funny. He's an yeah. epic composer, one of the best, dude. So Hands good. Down. Hands down. So good. Um him, Hans Zimmer. There's a lot though. Yeah. Um John Williams. Oh my gosh, yes. Uh John Williams. A lot. Um I can't remember his name, but he deserves credit. He's the guy who did uh Up and the Incredibles and something else, but he's talented on the rise, that dude. Um composition is important in fucking movies, children. Very. So study. Um <laughs> somebody shout out another one. He's a great composer. Who am I missing? Like Um Just somebody who's Screams excellence like those people. Who is the one that died several years in that um, that plane crash? Shout out to Charlie Brown's uh, music. Sorry, wanted to shout out Charlie Brown. That's Uh, not make music. It wasn't wasn't Hans Zimmer. No, he's very much alive, still killing us. Oh God, who was it that died in the plane crash? I know um, it, it was it was like it was a huge huge Travis Barker survived the plane. No, crash. it was a huge um, <laughs> Hollywood movie composer. Damn, plane crash. I shout out John Williams again because he has done so much. Yes, yes, and it of was course. Also good. No, there's definitely somebody else though. Big, we're just, that, we just... Uh, it was it was James Horner. Hmm. What movies? Uh. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. I'm um, sorry. He, he was the um, composer for like Titanic, oh, Avatar, okay. A Beautiful Mind. Um, um, Danny Elfman. There you go. Yeah, he's one of the yeah. best. He's um, crazy. He's a Scientologist, but he's good. No, no, don't, don't tell me that. God damn it. <laughs> he, he's the one that wrote My Heart Will Go On for Celine, apparently, for the movie. Who, Danny Elfman? Uh no, uh, no James uh, Warner. James Warner, okay. Um all right. So how did it end? Not reading Venom and King and Black, you need to be. This is the best event of yeah, the tell year. The people. And you know what? Shout out. Anybody who does watch this and wants to talk this event, hit us up. Hit me up on the just DM me. I'll DM you. I'm pressured Aiden to catching up. Yeah, He's hesitant because he doesn't like symbiotes, but this is so good. No, Pressure I don't him. not like symbiotes. They're just I this whole thing is my what like I, it's the way I feel with everything. I'm sick of families. Like in this this week's Batman, there was just like one time where like, and I know people love it, and that's fine. People can love it. I'm just saying for me, I don't. There was a part where like Dick's like, what 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 bat families around? And I'm like, Jesus Christ, there's like eight of them. You know, God damn it. You're not like, wrong. Yeah. I don't necessarily disagree with it because there is such a thing as event lethargy, like. There are a lot of events that happen with Marvel Comics, but the cool thing is that you get to pick which ones you actually want to read. Like, you didn't read Empire. You don't have to read Empire, but right. you can hop on this and just be like, yeah, you know what? This is fun. I get to see some really, like, metal shit happen in a comic book. Why not? I'll be the first to say, Donny Cates, I support you. Not right now, but I do mentally and emotionally. That's fair. I it's like this currency, the symbiote events, because they're usually much darker than what you would normally yes, get from some of cool. the events. Like they'll have that dark tones, cool. bro. But like, I mean, when Carnage came out, like, but nobody all of a sudden, like all of a sudden, I'm supposed yeah, to care okay. about Eddie Brock's kid, and I don't even care about Eddie Brock. He, he's been <laughs> in the first issue run. Wait, say it again. Like, you will care about. 
He's been set up in the 30 issue run. You've had no, so far. I know, I know. Venom. That's true. That's yeah, true. Yeah. But yeah. I, I haven't read it. Issues of Absolute Carnage. So I don't. <laughs> if you don't care about spoilers to anybody, anybody no. who cares about spoilers, I insist that you look away right now because I'm going to start spoiling the joke. Like, la la la. So we're done. Exactly. Here we go. Yes. The best, most metal moment in this comic book Ooh. is Null shows up and Captain America's like, we're just going to let the other guy take care of this. And Sentry fucking shows up and catches him and throws him up into the middle of the sky. But you'll notice here that he's like, oh, really? You think you're tough? You're going to release the darkness inside of you, the void? Well, let me rip your goddamn fucking head in half that's and cool. absorb that. Yeah, that's what I would do. Well, if it was me, if it was me, right now. <laughs> if it was me, I would have ripped the spine right out of his ass. So yeah, he just ripped Sentry right in half. Sentry um, is fucked up. That is pretty nutty. So that sets power level. Enough. That's the, that's the way you scale power real quick. You know, that's yeah, a dope way to do it. Yeah. No, Donnie's one of the dopest, man, and I'll probably pick this up in omnibus form. Um, but That's fair. Uh, Absolute Carnage was fucking sick, so I'm excited about digital this. Digital trades, Dave. Digital trades as soon as possible before <laughs> issue two comes out. Oh, uh, so we'll see. I know I have no, a light... Go ahead, this is gonna be No, this is going to be cool, and just really quick what Ty was saying with um, with setting the power, or did you say that, Dave? I, I'm sorry, I wasn't paying attention. Was Don't Dave. worry. Nope, don't misquote um, me. <laughs> um, I think that's don't why I like Marvel safe. events like that because they they will usually deal with the, like the power cap very quickly and re and rebalance it. Whereas I mentioned it with DC, where it's oh, it's just constantly like the strongest going at it. I this is like that sense of dread. I like like you know we're gonna send Sentry. Oh my God! He just ripped our most powerful dude in half. What are we gonna do now? Whereas yeah, the answer DC, to the Man of Steel just got ripped. Yeah, in like, half. D, like yeah. DC stuff is just kind of like knocking each each other down until somebody just can't get back up. Yeah, Whereas this nice. is like yeah. actually, in a superhero perspective, like an oh my God moment. What are we gonna do? Yeah. Damn. So what's next week? Tell me five again. Five. Another. Another set. Um, what's the, what's the checklist say, uh, Dave? Well, next have... week is Venom, so that's going to be the thing that pops up because at that point something happens at the end of the issue, and it continues in Venom uh, cool. with that. Then the tie-ins are going to be things like um, Immortal Hulk with the King in Black, um, a couple other things. I actually have the book. Yeah, I was going to say what's uh, what's on the back of the checklist. I Can just don't have my no... King in Blacks. Uh, what's what's no. What's Null's thing? Like, what's his specialty? Like, he's not, he so can't absorb his, people. Symbios. No, he, I know, he's but a, he's, god. he's the god of the void. So he's a, yes. okay, and the void is another dimension, like Dormammu's dimension. So no, it was like the, it's like literal space. Like, he, so, yeah, but, but he, what I'm trying to say is, is that back in the day, there was an original, like, you had Odin, uh, the ancient one, and all the, they, all the, and, yeah, the ancient ah, one. All saying. these different dimensions, these gods of oh. these different dimensions, they all got locked to their own realms. I'm pretty sure Null is one of them. So wait, are you telling me that the void isn't a place that you have to escape? It's just a patch of space that's it, it, no, it's like there? literally the entirety of space. Like he's on level with the celestials. The the first yes. the first beings he sees yeah, that says brings the light. 
are the Celestials, and he fights yes. the Celestials. Yeah, okay, that's something and your that mom something that's actually yeah. been brought up before, is in, like, the origin of Null, it is that in the uh, presence of light, he was born in response, because before everything else, there was just darkness, there was... Oh, I like that. Then the yeah. universe formed, oh, then cool. light existed, then energy yeah. created, right. so but this is... he was the antithesis to it. This is after we have to assume, I mean, I'm just, we're just, I'm just picking a deep lore for fun, but, um, sure. you know how like, um, Galactus, he was Galen from the original universe. And then when the original universe was shredded and ripped <laughs> in half, it spawned new. So this is null from this new universe, the current universe, not from, he's not a pre like Galactus is pre universe. Like he is Correct. a, so I'm just wondering, null is a product of the big bang then. Is that what we're saying? When it, it, I mean, that's kind of a simple yeah, answer, but cool. It kind of seemed like the way he he was telling his own backstory, like he always existed, right? But he wasn't no his, his presence wasn't known until the Celestials brought the light to him. Crave, mm-hmm. yeah. Dragon Ball, Dragon Ball Z, Majin Buu. Yeah. I'm just saying, yeah. Kid Buu. In the lore, he existed since the dawn of time. He's like the oldest. That it's like really cool. You should go back. But this sounds very much like Majin Buu, or Majin Buu sounds very much like this. That's all I'm saying. It, yeah. A being that spawned from the very since he always existed and never didn't. Like it's just cool. I like lores like that. That's like Surtur. That's okay. dope. But do you, do you guys know about pocket dimensions? Do you know what I'm talking about? So you have like Dormammu's pocket dimension. You have like yeah. Asgard as a pocket dimension. You have it's a, it's you know okay. yeah, it's the bubble it's universe. The tree of life. Yes, yeah. Uh, no, but I'm not talking about just Norse mythology, tree of life. I'm just talking oh, in okay. Marvel in general. Okay. There's these pocket dimensions where like Dormammu is in a pocket dimension, but inside that pocket dimension, it's an entire universe. It's his own. It's he's been locked into his own like it's cool like so in the universe dormammu is the universe this dude is a celestial god that could rip apart our like current marvel universe so it's like he literally is the universe just as like um ego in the movie how they show him being the planet and a person at the same time he only manifests a form the dude is so like celestial powered like just like how odin in the comics is asgard like he draws his strength from Asgard. It is him. A piece of him lies within Asgard. It's cool. Um, so those things are cool. I just wasn't sure if Null was part of a pocket dimension, kind of like that. But it sounds Don't more think like established it really. When you say pocket dimension, what that really means is it's a smaller dimension that has been utilized. So like Green and, Lantern uses the pocket yeah. dimension to store his power battery. So it would be more appropriate to just say that it's one of those dimensions that crosses over with other barriers. Cool. Like it's easier to just and then yeah. just transition over to that side um, cool. rather than say it's a pocket dimension. But you're on the like right track. Basically. Yeah, but he is celestial powered. Like he is this being of celestial strength. He might as well be at this point because it's kind of questionable at just how powerful he is, but it is implied that he's very powerful. Did he overpower Thor yet or no? Did that not, did that encounter not happen? I think it has. To, he, Thor was the person who originally defeated Null and locked him away. Okay. Is the surfer involved at all? Is the surfer involved at all? No, as of yet. It doesn't look. It doesn't look like it based on that. um, Donny Cates wrote a surfer run. Yeah, I feel like um, she's going to show up at the very end, at the fourth issue. That's tying in. That's tying into his Thor run at the minute. Uh, In his in the fourth issue of King King in Black, Surfer will make his appearance. I'm calling it right here. If it happens, round of drinks. 
Everybody Maybe, buys me but <laughs> I'm there, is, there is going to be one Fantastic Four tie-in, and there's going to be a Guardians of the Galaxy issue tie-in. So cool! Is it man? Possible? Galaxy? Oh my god! We got that's cool. Oh, that's a Donny Cates um, thing too. That Marvel Wiki database has everything listed. Donnie's been working up a crazy storm. This dude has met, you know, Cosmic Ghost Rider's going to show up out of nowhere with fucking kid Thanos, baby Thanos, and like a fucking, it's going to be nuts. <laughs> they, in the beginning of Jason Aaron's run on Thor, um, the God Butcher was, he got his strength from the first symbiote that was created by Nell. Okay. Yeah, so Null is, uh, he rules over the Abyss, which is Ooh. essentially, it's, it's space from what they said. It's all the emptiness of space. Cool. That's the why abyss. he's so strong. That's pretty dope, the Abyss. Um, all right, do you guys want to move on to Bat Cat number one? Indeed. That's, did anybody, yeah. did we all read that, did we? All right, let's do it. So what's up? Why does everybody think it was so sexy? I don't think it was that. Well, first introduce it. It wasn't that bad. It really wasn't. It really wasn't. Like of all the things to complain about. Scene where they were like grappling through yeah, and then like one scene though. That now if we're talking, if it went page after page after page, I would say like yeah, but it was just one scene. I think it's she grappling across the building, and then like they're making out. But it's supposed to be almost like a. What do you call that? It's supposed to be a. It's almost like a, for dramatic effect. You know what I mean? This is supposed to be showcasing a... We're showcasing... Listen, these two psychopaths go out at night and do this shit. They're weird as fuck. We have to accept that they're kind of fucking weird. We're going to have these weird... I like this dramatized, like... It was interesting. But uh, for everybody, I think there were articles talking about how this was a little too much. Tom King, art by Clayman. Do we really think it was too much? I just don't think this one was too much. I think it was no, just no, it was good. Yeah, I think it it's fine. It passes I think the test. It's, um, I also want to say I really don't fucking know what's going on in the story. I don't know if I'm supposed to. But well, there's there's like, like three this, stories converging. Yes, that's what this. I'm saying. So yes. it's just I, I don't know if I'm easy su- enough. What say it again, Sean? I followed it easy enough, but that's yeah, yeah. because I Red Tom King's Batman run, so I saw Okay, so you're aware of, like, you know why we have an old bat, you know why we have, uh... Yeah. We know, okay. Like, I understand that the old man... I I get all the individual pieces, I'm just wondering, like, how are we, you know, where are we going? Because it is, like, three different stories. I don't know where it's going, but, like, I understand that, like, we've got them in their prime, them together, and then we've got old Selena. And an old it's really weird, but Joker, his old man. Yes. Well, okay. okay if you're gonna spoil yeah. it, okay. <laughs> oh, he knows. He should have known I'm, better. I'm more interested <laughs> in um in this fa- um uh the phantasm uh right. story arc that's building. Yes. Did you guys see? Just to say, I think this might give us. I don't. I don't know. But Tom King posted something today that said like once there were two, three, then there were two, then there was one, then there was none. Did you guys see that? No. He posted something no. today about, and I was assuming he was talking about the three Jokers for some reason. And is this like? Because look, we're left with a kid in the Joker face stuff. You know, I'm just. He posted that today, and I was kind of like, oh, are you still on this fucking... Are people still on this three Joker thing? Like, or whatever, or, you know, I don't know. It was a three, two, one, and then there was none. Yeah, three, two. issue two. 
Right. That would be interesting. If so what is what do that. you what do you make of that propagandic poster there, Shawnee? I didn't know. Okay. Yeah. This is dealing with a joke being dead. It looks like. I think the this art is still is... black label. Right. Yeah. yeah, it's black label. Yeah. The question is like, where are we crossing the lines here? You know. Um. Did I'm we definitely like... going to keep reading this though. That's for oh, sure. God, yeah. Me too. I just got to say, I like the... gotta get it out of the way. I like the cover. This is the best design I've ever seen for these characters. Yeah. I love this character think... design for the suits. I think they look oh, great. Yeah, really and like, good. look at that bad boy. Like that. I don't know. You tell me that. That's great. That. Look at his. Look at all this. Oh, it's gorgeous. Ig ignore her. Look at him. I will, <laughs> say this it's I will just say this took the worst writing from Tom King's run and put it into one book. So what are you saying? Oh, you don't yeah, you're yeah, yeah. you don't like the style itself. You're saying like his writing in the book, like the I way the dialogue is flying. It's, what? It's it's the weakest, not the weakest, but one of the weakest Tom King things I've read. Well, I'm interested because we got. I found it enjoyable and interesting. At the end of the day, that's all that keeps me reading. <laughs> I you're, did you're like. Wrong. I did and, like. No, 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 no. Uh, I, I did just say the one thing that annoyed the shit out of me on this, mm. just really quick towards the back when um when old Selena is is hugging the old man and right. you're not quite sure who it is, and then it goes into the freaking ads. Oh, so you yeah, gotta yeah, do yeah. extra pages to just get to that like. Yeah, you know, I that, thought like I th that awesome splash page. It's just like. Okay, what, what's going on? What's going on? Future state. I what don't care this... about future state right now. I don't know what the hell's going on. And they could have charged me six ninety nine if that's what it took to just get all that shit out of my comic book. Like you they could have, I mean? they could have just moved that more towards the back. Oh, like, cool. label isn't supposed to have ads, so it was a bit of a weird choice. Yeah, like even Rorschach is having ads. I noticed. You know what I mean? It's kind of well, lame. They backpedaled. Yes. But no, the advertisements that they're doing are for other DC. Things. No, I understand that, and that's fine. Yes, um, but, but no, it's just the, pl it's the placement of yeah. that particular one because it's supposed to be a dramatic. Yeah, why do they? Well, <laughs> think it's of, like future state. What the fuck? They're still oh, on okay, that cable television shit. You know what I mean? Where it's like, oh, oh, and then you and cut we'll to a commercial. Right, yeah, yeah, we'll, be right, we'll yeah. be right back. Yeah, you're like, and then oh you go God. and you're like, oh, I have time to go to the bathroom, but they only show like two 15 second commercials, and you're like, I missed it. I kind of like the noir. This is very noir, um, noir romance. Even the Joker's appearance in this mobster gangster noir approach, like when he was younger, it's cool. I think it's just. It's like a nice touch. Look, look at this panel. He looks like a yeah, fucking I, detective. It's funny. You know, I think it's like, I never seen him like that. You know? I think my biggest problem is the future story where we've got her visiting this random old man and he turns out to be Joker. And it's kind of awkward and forced. I, I think it's interesting because it's like, well, how I did think we, we get well, to well, this Well, wait a sec. It's not, we don't know if it's forced yet because it seems like they have their own pact going on in this issue, like the, as younger. I, I trust Tom King. I'm going to... I really like Sorry. it. Sorry to say again. Go ahead, Di. Uh, every, everyone's sort of talking at once, so it's hard to focus uh, okay. on. We just have uh, Lopez on. Don't speak at the same <laughs> time. God damn it. <laughs> so, I guess what I'm just saying is that just per Tom King, it doesn't necessarily mean that that is confirmed Joker. I'm just saying... 
It's just for like we have Joker virus, somebody who has history. Have, we don't know. Ha, 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 is a pretty big indication. Absolutely implied. Don't know yeah, yeah. What's going on with this? What and is it? Like, and I, I trust Tom King, so I'm gonna I'm gonna keep reading. But this is out of Strange Adventures, Rorschach, and this. This is the one I'm least excited for. Now I've read issue one. I really think it was printed very nicely, though. This is a good. It uh, was very good paper. Yeah. It? Like, what can I, I just, just say? Did. Also, <laughs> it sounds great. I, I love the back, and I especially love the inside oh, cover. Yes. yes, like it's some macabre. Are you talking um, Silent Night? This like yeah, gothic. The, yeah, 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 and it's a very like um macabre. Um, yeah. Like the Victorian, Christmas, like the Christmas things where you 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 know you open the window or the door, and there's like a piece of candy or something inside. You know, you yes. put out for the holidays. Yes, the so it's like, like you're gonna advent get, calendar. Yeah, you're gonna yeah. get something each time every time you open a door. Silent night. And, yeah, that and was this cool. one was so apparently the, the door was digging up the coffin and the phantasm costumes there. So one thing I would like to point out is Tom King said Phantasm being involved in this comic was Clayman's idea. And I am all so for it. I would I would be intrigued to know what Tom King's original idea for it was before Clayman said he, he didn't, wanted to draw what if, he ne- what if he didn't mean that? What if what if he means that like there's plenty of like times where you could say like Oh yeah, that was his idea. Well, what did you think before that? Oh, I didn't even have a fucking idea yet. Like, you know what I mean? I didn't even, you know what I'm saying? He that's what introduced I'm, that's what I'm wondering, what was yeah. his idea before this? Because he said that he spoke to Clay about what he wanted to do with the book, and Clay and was like, he had, oh, okay, I so. want to bring Phantasm in. And he I said Phantasm you. was purely Clay's idea. But that doesn't directly indicate that, like, Tom's other story was complete at all. Maybe, you know, we don't know if that is an additional item, no, or we don't yeah, know it would have been, yeah. He would or have incorporated it, it in, but yeah. Did I'm it, intrigued. Yeah. No, I get what you mean. But yeah, um, was, out of his current books with Strange Adventures and Rorschach, this is the one I enjoyed the least. I'm going to keep reading, but I don't know where it's going to go. I'm going to keep I reading, too. Uh, I did like the art a lot, too. Which, that guy's... That was cool. It, it's very pretty. Really nice. Yeah, re, yeah, it's really pretty. Aesthetic, baby. Aesthetic. <laughs> yeah, drawn nicely. Nice, pr- nice paper. That's cool. No barcode. It's like death metal is printed on such nice paper. And then they do that. And I'm like, damn, dude, you guys could have had like, maybe they should have just made it black label just so he could have maybe just, I don't know, given us like, I don't fucking know. I don't, I don't okay. even know what death metal. Really quick. Opinion. <laughs> I like where you're going with that. This is just me. I think that every black label book should be ad free entirely. Yes. Yes. I agree. And I'll pay a dollar or two more. I don't care. We're not already paying the dollar or two more. Wait, say it again. Yeah, that's a good point. We're already paying the dollar. No, or two I'm more aware of that. I'm saying, still, I'm a, yeah. yeah, I'm a, I'm aware of that. I'm saying, but you know what? I'm even saying, if that's what it fucking takes for you guys to shut your pie hole and just do it, then fine, I'm fine with it. Screw you. Yeah, I don't want your. And ads. it's going to be two to four dollars more for an ad free book, as opposed yeah, to a dollar. Yeah, or they two. would go to the, they would go to the extreme on that. Yeah, but I'm just saying. If it was six ninety nine, I would have bought it with ad free and been happy. You know, I would have still bought it and said, you know what? At least you got your crap ads out of here, you garbage. Originally, at the beginning of Black Label, it was 
promoted as oh, a, yeah. a free no, prestige no, yeah. book. I'm, if we were going to fight the power, if this, free, except if this, is, about, if this is about principle, then of no, course no, I, I agree you, with yeah. you. Yeah, but yeah. if it's not about principle and I just want my book, I would pay two more. If they would have done that right off the bat and then even charged me six ninety nine without telling me that it was something they were going to include, I would have said, fuck it, I would have never known anyway. But yeah, if the principle of the thing, fix your freaking format of how you sell stuff, DC. You know, got to figure it out, man. I hear my sort your shit out. My shop owner's kind of nervous because he said this is the last distribution week for them. That's it. It's all changing. The next distribution is all fresh for him. He has no clue. Like he's never worked with these people. You know the new the new people and stuff. You know, so yeah. Oh God. Uh, So I mentioned I mentioned the name. I forget. They're out of Illinois, I believe. Because Midtown gave up on it. Oh, Midtown gave up. Yeah, no, Mid- I guess Midtown told DC yeah. to go shove it, essentially. Is it hmm. is it Luna who's still doing yes, it? Yes, yes, thank Luna. you. Yeah, I heard they're like half the size of Midtown, and they're going to handle all of DC now. So and nobody knows how well it's going to go. Yeah, well, we're going to find out this week, to be honest with you. But also, my shop owner told me that nobody ordered any fucking DC shit, pretty much. Just for the, you know, random acts of just they don't want to read Future State and they don't really want to read Endless Winter. So it's just like there's not really. I'll just point out in the UK, we were told Diamond was going to be ceasing DC distributions in January. But they have now backed out and said they're going to continue with Diamond for the foreseeable future. Ooh. They probably couldn't find anybody yeah, it else. it didn't happen. They, they could not. Because the was change no was made without you guys in mind at all. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. This was a strictly United States. They made this decision and now it affects yeah. other parts you know and since but if you got you guys have it's like <laughs> trying to find a local distributor that does this shit is kind of hard you know diamonds kind of taking the market for so long that nobody ever thought to even get into the business you know what i'm saying yeah. well, marvel I, tried UK in the is 90s a better company than diamond us we're not the companies aren't understanding like dc marvel image they need to unionize the approach of this you know not just dc kind of just do it out on a whim without telling anybody they should have like unionized the thought process behind it to make it smoother for everybody to approach a free market rather than this like conglomerate one um that's dave's uh investment tip of the week for you companies in case you were wondering <laughs> uh, yeah it was a knee-jerk reaction though at the end of the day after the yeah. was kicked out they were yeah. just like fine cut costs find somebody else listen if we're sinking we're yeah, gonna well, burn it it was well. also covid because <laughs> and and covid as well because yeah, yeah diamond because they were down like, for diamond a month. Was like, we're not shipping so dc was like okay well we ship ourselves yeah well they also and... said they weren't gonna be paying anybody for that month either it's like we yeah. have your stuff and we're not paying you for it so, um, yeah, yeah, there was a lot of factors for it. Diamond fucked up and they lost DC. Want to move into firepower? Yeah? You think? Did we... Did we... Uh, Ty, what was the last book you read? Oh. Just because you got a job off sooner. Yeah, You didn't. Yeah. Was it... What did you say? Sorry. Firepower. What did... Sorry, what was the book you read? Uh, I read Strange Adventures. Oh, okay, God, cool. I need to get a new one. Okay, we quickly go for that then. Then you can jump off whenever you're ready. Um, cool. so Written by Tom King, uh, by Mitch Gerrards and Doc Shana. You know, there was a scene in this where she asked Adam, what did you do? You know, or whatever. And I was like, damn, I yeah, really we, thought we you... are jumping I, straight in this. <laughs> I, I thought you were the culprit. No, That's all I'm saying. Yeah, no, I thought you were the culprit. I really thought she was the culprit. And now I'm thinking, yeah. I don't know what to think again. Because she just... They were kind of giving you those vibes that, like, oh, you're a little, you're a little devious one or something. But this is why 
I trust Tom King, even though I didn't enjoy Batcat, I trust him to subvert expectations. Oh yeah, he's definitely so, he's definitely yeah. sending you in a witch hunt. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. um, and it's up to you how much you want to overthink it. You know, which is nice. You know, like I've been overthinking it, thinking it was she's like this little scandalous, you know, yeah. broad. But it kind of seems like she might not know what this man's been up to as well. No, because we learn in this issue, spoilers for this issue, he was the one who killed the Dan Didio lookalike in issue one. Yes, out of <laughs> out of fear. He wasn't out of Dan Didio lookalike. Get out of here. He was. I'm pretty sure he was. No, he's just a bald dude. You just think everybody who's slightly bald is Dan Didio. <laughs> Are they not? No. It was just like homage, you know, felt bad. Um, the thing that I was really impressed with with this was the torture sequences. How crazy was that? Yeah, it was trippy. Yes. Yes. Yeah, we have, but we also have, I think we have a third party now. We have somebody else who's pissed. That guy doing the torturing, like he's just a another pawn, you know, of a he's greater. He's just a dude. Yeah, but I'm saying like he himself, <laughs> he's with the pikes or the whatever and Picks. Yeah, and he, he doesn't like Rand either because they never came and helped when they got the call, you know? It's like the elves and the dwarves in Lord of the Rings, you know? Or wasn't it? Like, they didn't okay. answer the call? Didn't they answer? I would like to point out that that is not Dan Didio in the book. Yeah. Hashtag I was wrong. Dave, you made a no, really good point, but I think if you're going to ask that question, you have to ask the Brit, because they're just naturally born with knowledge about elves and dwarves. Oh, of Tolkien. Sorry, of, of Tolkien Yeah, knowledge. ask me again. I, I said wasn't paying attention. they were salty. I said the guy who uh, <laughs> tortured um, Adam, he really is just a product of... It's funny, he's working for the picks, but he's just... A, he's like... he. He's pissed because Rand didn't answer the call when they needed it. You know what I mean? So I was like, it's like the elves and the doors or whatever in Lord of the Rings, but I can't, I don't even know if my reference is correct, but I know somebody didn't answer the call when they were supposed to. Yeah, it's it was like the elves. Gondor didn't answer the call. Yeah, those sons of bitches. Told you. Yeah. I told you so. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking told you so. Rings goes wrong. Yeah, come right. on. God damn it. Um, <laughs> I have to say, that being said, did anybody hear, just side note, with The Hobbit and like, you know, Ian McKellen is this classically trained actor. Like this dude's like very good, you know? And uh, when he was doing The Hobbit, he's in a, com he's in a completely green suit because the whole, everything is CGI now, you know? And this classically trained actor has little green men. Crying. Yeah, he broke down fucking crying because he's just yeah. like, I didn't I didn't fucking work so hard to be doing this. And I'm just like thinking in my head, like, you're so right, bro. This is weird, <laughs> you know, yeah. but you're really good, bro. I'm just saying you are fucking talented, um, crazy talented. I seen him in Macbeth. I'm pretty sure he's in Macbeth. Patrick Stewart. Macbeth yeah, he's sucks. Been in, and Macbeth He's sucks. been in several so, Shakespeare Good for you. <laughs> Um, I don't personally. Shakespeare's hometown is thirty minutes away from me. Brag, brag, why don't you? I am bragging. I have been to Shakespeare's home, his That's birth cool. home. His home. I've been to his home. Was it big? Did he live in a castle? No. Or was it a small little cottage? He was a peasant. It was a cottage. He was. You're a peasant. Yeah. We talk I am. Down to you, boy. 
You're a peasant too. <laughs> this is true. I am. I I am definitely a societal peasant. Um. So yeah, I dig it so far. This is going good, man. I really like the color changes. I, now I think, sadly enough, I finally am getting the the art changes. When I look at the art, I'm like, okay, we're in the past. I'm I'm yeah. clicking with it. I'm like, yes, okay, okay. Now we're in the present. Okay, like that. Those that's pretty cool how they do that. Uh, this is a good attempt. Why I don't know whose idea it was to do that. You know, probably Tom King since he was going to be writing a thing. Probably. Yeah, yeah. He's like, I'm going to have a story with the past and the present, and you know, we're going to have to have an art change to let people know. It's the easiest way to do it. Um, really good so far. So it's still moving along. I'm going to be honest with you though. It didn't give me. I still have no fucking clue. So we'll see. Like, I mean, don't get me wrong. I know. I thought it was a, it was a big deal when he was like, yeah, I killed that guy. Who I know, but me. was it a little anticlimactic? Cause now we're like, all right, you revealed that in issue seven. So like, what the fuck well, is, um, no, I'm not, I'm not trying to take away from the still, fact that it was a We reveal. still don't know what's going on with his daughter. That's what I'm saying. So this so, is the thing is what's happened with this story is they've said, here's what you think of this story is about. And then they reveal it. And then they say, you yes. thought this story was about this. Oh no. Yes. It's about all of these other things going on. I pulled the issue. Yeah. Yeah. I can agree with that. It's definitely about it's He's misleading you. You know, I, you know, um, all right. So strange adventures. It's good. Uh, everybody should, it's very good. It's a black label book. Read it. It's dope. You know, there was a really cool, I have to say in the very first or second issue, I think it was the first, strange approaches batman and it is one of the coolest interactions where it's like it he's is. like he's like you're he's like why'd you come to me he's like well you're the world's greatest detective aren't you i was like, it's just i always love that shit so see batman yeah, makes great appearances he's like i went to batman because maybe i wanted to be caught right because he, batman would have caught him but yeah. see mr terrific is only the third smartest person so phew, it's taken him yeah, fucking not the first or second yeah it's, loser. it's yeah it's taken him seven <laughs> issues and he still hasn't figured it out <laughs> so yeah even though i think mr terrific is awesome in this so far he's a yeah, really he, cool character really and i think we have a lot of exposition on his child too and like like just his life you know he's got they have almost a like a yeah. mirrored image thing going on that i think is gonna unfold so definitely dope um didn't read Batman, right, Ty? Okay. Yeah, that was actually the last thing I read this week. Okay. So, that was that. What do we want to do next? Do we want to do Firepower? Are you going to leave? Is that it? You're done here? Yeah, I'm going to have to dip out. I, right. I got a whole bunch of stuff I got to write. You want to shout out your stuff? Thank you for having me, of course. Yeah, of course. Oh, yeah, definitely. you can find me on Twitter. It's talking about comics. That's talking with no G, about with no A, and comics with no, uh, an X at the end. You can also find me on TikTok. It's going to be Tyler Brown is here. Uh, and on Twitter, I'm going to be getting into fights with, uh, cunts. <laughs> so find me on there. All right, word. I'll see Thanks, you guys Tom. later, all right? See, see you later. later. Yeah. Okay. There were four. And then there were four. All right, boys and girls, lords and ladies, let's do firepower. Because that was, I guess, for some reason, some people didn't like it as much as oh, the others. Sorry. Why don't we go into it? Feel so, bad. Who, who's it by? Who's it by? Written by Robert Kirkman, art by Chris Sumney. All right, word up. Um, I don't know. I thought it still moved. You can't. Not everyone can be this crazy banger. I still think it flows good. He does a good job with writing. We learn about Wong Chong. I'm sorry. Get him. Get me his name. Yeah, I think. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we get him, and yeah. I wasn't expecting any of the issue. I'm surprised it's not as good because a lot happened in it. I mean, but a lot of it is like we get one full page of proper 
plot analysis, which is, oh, the clan of the Scorched Earth, whatever it's called, are actually the heroes. They're trying to defeat the dragon. Right. And that was in one page, and the other... How many pages are But think about it. Like, 22 pages are action, bullshittery, and... Well, I wouldn't call it bullshittery. They kind of were like, listen, they were like, this is what's going on. And then, of course, since it doesn't seem safe, these motherfuckers get infiltrated right away. And so he gets to pretty much tell them the truth, and then he dies. That seems pretty like... It's like, oh, you've got the tattoo. I'm going to fight you now. And then they're fighting, and he's like, oh, this is what you learned from Master da-da-da-da. I taught him that. Oh, you improved what you learned from Master da-da-da-da. I know, I kind of like that. <laughs> it, it was a, it was a cool issue visually. It was great, but I feel like the story, this issue suffered a bit. Yeah. But I think this was a visual issue. You know, that's what I'm saying. They can't yeah, all but... be dialogally, you know, <laughs> dialogally. I feel like the story sort of suffered this issue. I felt. I yeah. think what I think what we're what we're struggling with is that there was one point to the issue, and. It would it so what I'm saying is is that one point, and then we had action, you know. But one point was made. There wasn't much story, but one point was made. But I, we I got get what you're saying. Two-page spread of Waylon's face saying the dragon is real. Right. That was two pages of the issue with yeah. four words written on it. Which we already kind of knew. Yeah. I did we. I mean, like, it'd be kind of weird if the now dragon did, didn't exist. Yeah, that would be fucking lame, yeah. dude. Honestly, that would be lame as shit if the dragon didn't exist. So I was really... No, yeah, I, feel, right. I feel like the flashbacks to Waylon's story were cool. Yeah. I feel like that could have been fleshed out a little bit more. Yeah. If we had less fighting in this issue, we could have got a bit more backstory. Write it in. We had to write it in the columns. Too much fighting. <laughs> no, I agree. It definitely was a too but much it, fighting in the wrong place. Like we needed just a little more exposition if we're going to be dialogue. Yeah. this episode, this issue. But I feel like it, when you waste when you waste two pages to say four words and have no story being told through the art, that's true. That is true. It could have just been paced a little bit better and tightened up a little bit more. And okay. I feel like with okay. Kirkman, I expect a little bit better. Okay. okay. It, it was I still mean, a I solid issue. It was still enjoyable enough. Yeah, I just don't think it was a bad issue. That's what I'm saying. Like, I no, think I'm not it was, saying it was a bad issue, but yeah. I feel like it could have been better. And I, yeah, I definitely, yeah. I agree with. I definitely think it was, it was totally like an action issue, you know. But even for that, I yeah. was just like, eh, I'm like, it's still good. Like, I'm cool with it. There's definitely been plenty of times where I've read something and said, no, nah, I was fucking bad, you know. So yeah. this one, I'm still reading and saying, like, yeah, I'll definitely agree. It definitely only had like one point to make the whole time, and then spoilers. The old man doesn't make it, <laughs> you know. He does. He does. Are we sure? He's still alive at the end. I thought yeah, the other alive. guy was still alive. They both. No, are. his, you can see his oh, eyes they move at the end. The last page, okay. his eyes move. Okay, I thought it was only the one guy left. Okay. Damn. So what are they gonna For do? Now? Like, we'll tie him up to like one of those like handicapped. What's he, what happened to him? He got? Did he get? <laughs> yeah, one of those. He'll be. Uh, uh, he did get stabbed through something. I don't yeah. remember. What was he lost right in the center of the chest? Yeah, like yeah. A, was that like a shuriken or whatever? Jesus. Um. Cool. All right. That's good to know. He lived then. I kind of was thinking it was just a one left, and he was gonna have to yeah. like be thrusted into this world without his master. Um. That's kind of cool that the person is the chick's cop 
buddy, you know, he's been undercover. Yeah, yeah we knew that already, but they met yeah. now. You know, they met. And then she okay. was kind of, she seemed kind of flustered. At first, you know, she was kind of like, wait a sec, you know? So, yeah. Overall, still moving. I'm cool with it. I, I agree with it, though. It was, it was not much. Yeah. But a lot of fist so, fighting. I've got questions about this. This issue. Because, uh, Wei Loon talks about, you know, reading Ling Zan's book that she had shown to Owen. So Owen did or did not read this book or didn't comprehend what was going on because, you know, Wei Loon reads it and is like, oh, my God, what the hell? I don't know. Say it one more time. Say it one more time. Okay, so in the book, uh, through the flashback, Wei Loon's talking about getting the book from Ling Zan. And he says, this is the one that she showed you. So did he not read the entire thing or does Owen know all this stuff and he's not really telling anybody else? Is he being told stuff that he already knows or did he just not, you know, really comprehend from reading the book? Hmm. Hmm. I don't know. There wasn't a lot of dialogue to explain. Yeah. (laughs) The other thing I was curious about is like, how is all this stuff kind of going on underneath Wayloon's nose, how is, you know, uh, well, I would Chow Fang, how is he only, able to do all this stuff without? I, I think Wei that maybe that might end up getting more revealed as they do that backtracing, but I don't want to give him that only because, like, you know, Hydra infiltrated S.H.I.E.L.D., you know what I mean? And the Fury, you know, so shit does happen, but he seemed to have a nose for it, though. He just we didn't know the extent until something happened. He was attacked, right? He was attacked, and then that's when we. When his confirmation was like sealed that they were bad. Then he, I do think you're right. It was fast because he's like, then I went over to Scorched Earth. I'm like, damn, you just switched sides of the, you just did that that quick? I probably would have. Michael Scott Chip where he's like, parkour. Yeah. As he like, rolls up <laughs> on the sofa, the couch. So, yeah, it's cool. We'll see. I don't have any answer for that though, Crave. Well, I, I'm hoping, yeah. I'm hoping we get exposition. I'm sure we will. We, we yeah. seem to. Did we see the cover for this next issue? I'm just wondering. So far, they've been pretty cool. Yeah, the bottom right corner of the back matter. Oh, fuck, I don't have the comic in front of me. Yes, okay, I do, yeah, I do remember. Yeah, it's just them, you know, running along the roof, all those uh, cyber ninjas chasing after them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Big four. Yeah, that's cool. Um... All right, so let's see. And if anybody's reading Firepower out there and wants to talk it, DM me, and we'll figure it out. We'll get you on. We'll see your thoughts on it. Um, preferably somebody who's read The Walking Dead or Invincible, you know. But that would be dope. Maybe uh, I'll have to find a way to reach out on the Twitters, see if we can grab somebody. Um, let's see, what do we want to go to? Do you want to do Deceased? You want Batman? What do you want to do? Which one? Batman it's or DC? up to you. Let's You're do DC. Let's do Deceased. We'll do that one. Okay. Tabs, you read Deceased, right? Or no? Because you were nulled. You were. Brains. <laughs> um, so, how do you guys feel? I just. I'm just saying for the Constantine thing, for this character, I just don't know how much. It's weird. I actually really like Deceased. I like Deceased. 
the story. I like the unkillables. I'm pretty sure the unkillables is where Constantine shows up at the end, or was that at the end of Deceased? This was the end of Deceased and also the good day to die. Good day to die. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. The unkillables was all Jason Todd. I'm just kind of like, I don't know if he's... I don't know. I like his dialogue. His good dialogue. Taylor writes an incredible Constantine. Constantine in this issue was so cool. Yeah, Even I think his dialogue. Like Doctor Strange, Constantine. This was badass. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty much my beef. Like, I think his dialogue yeah. is very good. I just don't like his abilities. You know, I'm kind of like, actually, he seemed more toned until um. Hold on, let me go through it real quick again. There was like when he was pulling the magic stuff with the 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 um the staff and all that shit. Like that's all cool, and him creating himself into a Shazam. I get it, you know, but. I'm just kind of like, damn, I just never, I guess it is DC, so it is out there already, the thoughts, you know what I mean? Like, the ideas and the concepts. I really want a humble Constantine story, though. One where he's dying of fucking lung cancer. He's dying of lung cancer. He's spitting up blood and smoking cigarettes. Like, that's the one I want, you know? I am going to check out the 12-issue Slice Barrier Constantine story this weekend. What's it called? So, I, uh, John Constantine Hellblazer, I think. Oh, okay. Or the Hellblazer, I don't know. It's the most recent series that got cancelled after 12 issues, but it's receiving a lot of fan support to try and get it continued. That's cool. Yeah, I yeah, really so I'm love... going to check it out. I've heard good things. I've heard very good things. His dialogue. This weekend. His dialogue's really good in this. Um, like Batman talking to Swamp Thing. That was cool. I love that in the beginning. Like, I disagree with Constantine being the Doctor Strange of the universe, but like this... He was so badass in this issue. I can't dislike yeah. it. Yeah, no, no, it's definitely cool. But he's also the face of this story too, which is I think another reason why I don't like it. I'm like I'm like, I just never and and the same thing with the reason I didn't like Justice League Dark, like the movies, even though I love animated Batman shit and all that. Dude, it's just like you would think I'd love this R rated stuff, and I'm like, dude, come I'm like this character is the the show. St- he's he's like the scapegoat. He's the walk. He's the way out. I'm like that's not that usually characters. No, yeah, but Tom Taylor's he writes like really good dialogue. It's really it moves. Yeah, I enjoy it. And there's a like there's so many moving pieces in this. Like you got the cure plot going on. You got Trigon coming to Earth. You got Big Barda. That was Constantine cool. came back. That was yeah, cool. Barda being cured. Like there's so much plot in this issue, and like it just got to the end where Constantine was like, oh. Like, so, I don't get it like, though. Well, this is exactly what it looks like. So he's just a Shazam right now, or he's like yeah, a he's bunch of different the, shit. I was. He he's a bunch is, of different shit at the minute. I think. Yeah, like is his cloak something? The Shazam something? The staff something? Or is he just Shazam with a cloak and a staff? Just... Let me remind myself. Give me a second yeah. to get the issue. Mm. He's got the lance of Loginus. right? Or it was um. The Spear of Destiny, same thing. Yeah. He's got, was it, the Cloak of got... Souls or something? Yeah, Ragman's like... Cloak. I always liked Lance of Longinus. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, Lance... He's a Ginus. <laughs> <laughs> How about that Gina? Um, Yeah, it's cool. Yeah, then he gets the helm of Naboo at the end. Yeah. It's just, like, uh, I almost feel like Constantine kind of walked into the no. story and, like, he's the scapegoat. And I'm like, ah, I didn't want you to be a scapegoat. No, he, I, he I takes, do get that, but, like, it's so cool. Yeah, yeah, he no, it definitely is really the, cool. Um, yeah. He takes the helm 
from Dr. Fate and his amulet, right, at the same yeah. time? Yeesh. Um, he was... Yeah, he gets the amulet as well, yeah. Sorry, you're right. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I just wanted to make sure if I was remembering that right. Yeah, I like it. You got Trigon. Yeah. Pretty dope. So what, we have one issue left? <laughs> yeah. Gonna settle its debts? Do you think it's gonna... I, I assume it'll be a third volume. You think there's going to be a deceased? You don't think Hope at World's End is the like middle volume, and this is the third volume? Um, you know what I mean. Well, because it was a... deceased, unkillables, and this is Dead Planet. So I could see it. I could see at least one more potentially. Yeah, Hope at World's End is a... Hope at World's End is a digital first series that ended this week as well. That is very fun. It's sort of set in between issues like four and five or five and six of the first DC series. I'm a, I want to also, it's, it's they, really didn't, they didn't fight Trigon yet, right? None of that no, happened, yeah. right? Yeah, I just don't, these miss... The, the covers you, on this series are a you, bit weird. You, you don't mislead me like that, all right? Because <laughs> I'm just like, all these fucking covers do that shit. He's an idiot. He thinks he's missed something. Yeah. <laughs> he's um, like, when did they fight him? I don't yeah, remember. Like, what the fuck? It's on the front page. Um... <laughs> Can I just um, say I got the uh, the Shazam movie variant of this one with uh, Mary Marvel? Thought it was hilarious. I did. Oh, I'd like this. to see it. She's um. Oh, I think you. No, no, no. You sent this once in the chat. I remember. I uh, I've seen. I don't I've think seen I this. did. I've seen this though. Maybe I was going through deceased. Um, or maybe it was another. Maybe it was another Mary Marvel. Maybe she yeah, got yeah, a couple of them. I'll send it to the chat. The Lord's work. Doing Jesus's work. Yeah, yeah I, I got it, dude. I swear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen this. Maybe I was. Maybe I was going through it. Or is this the only time she's been used for this? Right, this type of where she stands on the side it, like it was, that. It was just the movie variant because that's yeah, the yeah. Shazam movie poster. Yeah. I must have been looking or something. Because they did. They're doing movie posters for it. Like, was it issue one or two? Had the Blade Runner one. I have that one. Yeah, one I like of them that. Is a bla- one of them is a Blade Runner one. The first series had all these horror movie parodies. Yeah, um, and then yeah. Dead Planet has has movie ones because I know I know there's a Blade Runner one. So, okay. yeah, I right. remember a Blade Runner one. DC coming to an end on the next issue. We'll see if it continues or if it doesn't. Yeah, and I'll I don't just know what I want. I the... kind of want it to end unless there's no way it can end because Dark Side is so. We've still got Darkseid coming back. Shit, I yeah, forgot about him. There's no way he's gonna come back in the next one. The Trigon. Yeah, there's definitely there's one issue one. left. There's got to be more. We've yeah. we've cracked the code, boys and girls. It's been uh, confirmed here. Yeah, I'm just first. allegedly the <laughs> Hope at World's End. The Hope at World's End series is really entertaining. It keeps up the same quality, and it's set during the first series. Cool. All right, and it's really good. Yeah, I recommend checking it out. Yeah. I think uh, I'll probably end up pick. This will be collected as an omnibus, which will be dope one day because it's already like what you have seven is the first one seven, or is it six? I think it's six. six and a one shot. Six and a one shot. Seven plus three from the Unkillables. Ten. We got yeah, seven. Plus Seventeen. The Fourteen from plus the Fourteen. Yeah, we, Oh, we got a fat omni boys. We or got fifteen one. even. All right. Yeah. Hell yeah. She's got hips. Um. Let's go. <laughs> let's go over to. We'll do. Well, shit, the rest of it is just fucking... Alright, we got Batman. Let's do Batman. 
that who's a buy right now? Who's the art on this one? It's not written with James Tynan the fourth and art by You got two artists in I here, I thought. There were so many artists on this issue. Give me a second. Oh really? There was I thought it was like two um, different art by Ryan Benjamin and Danny Mickey and Ben Gull and Guillermarch. Yeah, it's cool. This was nice uh, backstory on like Ghostmaker, you know. Oh, I got a, I got a meme to send to the chat. Uh, I you, also you like this issue while I find the meme. Yeah, I'll go through it real quick. Um, it's still moving good. Tynan's still doing good. Um, the Clown Hunter is pretty much. Uh, uh, well, you know, Ghostmaker had them all. <laughs> he like kidnapped them all. Harley, Clown, uh, Clown Hunter, and Batman, and gave Batman like an ultimatum by letting it's it's crazy. This Tynan's doing a good job. So like. Pretty much strapped Harley down to a table and Batman down to a table and then <laughs> let let Clown Hunter just get up and kill whoever he wanted to, to to prove that Batman's useless. So it's just another one of those Batman's useless stories because he lets people live, but then Batman has to, he's going to show why he's better because pretty much he is better because he's the Batman. So I'd say it's like pretty typical, but I would say it's one of, no, no. Um, it's an archetypal story, but the... The character changes like so it's very much just like how like harry potter is just like the bible like you know it's an archetype the story archetype and then all you have to do is change like all the names and everything it seems like another one of those batman tales but including the clown hunter and stuff it, i don't know it adds flair harley's uh you know trying to go clean she's trying to be good she don't know what she want to be yet she said she's like i don't know if my good is your good bats but i'm gonna go my own way you know i'm like that's cool i think it's good so far so we're pretty much left on a cliffhanger with um clown hunter about to kill harley so it's cool we'll see um it's neat ghost maker's cool but once again it's yeah. like archetypal so it's like uh he's that typical like i don't know batman's had this story told in once from bruce's childhood yeah it's an it's you know another sourpuss Tommy Elliot. yeah another sourpuss yeah so it's good <laughs> batman's good keep reading batman boys it's really well written it like yeah it is archetypal batman story but it is really well written by time yeah I'll be the first to say, like, I'm still cool with it, you know, but in reality, yeah, that's what it is. Yeah. So it's still good. Yeah. Um, Ghost Hunter's backstory, a uh, Ghost Maker. Yeah. Ghost, Ghost Maker's backstory Maker, is kind of yes. cool. Yes. He's got a cool design. He's got a cool, mm-hmm. like, he's got a cool character But design, he is just another and... child of saltiness, which is funny. Like, yeah. Like, he's just salty. Uh, look, at, look at the meme I sent to the chat. <laughs> I can't wait. Yeah, no kill. Yeah, that's it. That's that. That that, that meme sums it up. Uh, pay yeah, us a dollar. Or give give us a dollar, and you can join the Discord chat and see all the whackness. Um, yeah, he he's a villain from Bruce's childhood who disagrees with his no killing rule. Yeah, pretty <laughs> it's much. It's basically the long and short of the meme. So that's Batman for you. One hundred four. Moving on to one hundred five. Yeah, probably it's conclude. Really good. Time is right in a solid story. Yeah, probably conclude this arc and send people on their ways in different directions. It kind of seems like like I have a feeling like this is gonna it's gonna end up with Ghostmaker leaving town, never vowing never to come back. It's gonna end up with Batman reconsidering the no kill rule, not really reconsidering it, just adjusting his approach to how he does things. Um, Harley will go her own way, get her own apartment, have a fucking sitcom. Uh, Five issue miniseries, and <laughs> Clown Hunter will be Red X and join the Teen Titans in some way as Batman directs him towards a safer route for this yeah. vigilanteism. So those are my predictions. Kind of seems like it's going that way. Um, see, it kind of seems atypical, archetypal, you know, like that type of. But yeah, that doesn't mean I don't like it. You know, I still dig it. 
Um, maybe that's what I want in my Batman stories. <laughs> maybe I don't like change. <laughs> um, archetypal cliches. Yeah, come on. Uh, let's go. I don't want anything new. I'll be honest with you. I forgot to read The Walking Dead, so I'll read that and the next one because so I, I have the. Uh, yeah. I got the yeah. Omni now. Um, yeah, I think I have to get them all now because it's, it's like art. I got to get them. <laughs> Your OCD. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I call it art. Um, <laughs> let's. Uh, what do you want to just do? Endless Winter and let everybody know whether it was. Yeah, I just mentioned Endless Winter. It's a fun event. It's not diving too deep. It's not. It it's refreshing from these big world changing events where like oh, we've got this villain from the beginning of time who's going to destroy the multiverse and nothing will ever be the same again. No, this event isn't like that. It's a fun story where they get this big bad who is going to fight them and he's going to lose eventually. Jesus, you fucking... <laughs> well, somebody didn't like Endless Winter. No, he didn't. <laughs> no, this is... Like it, it's not a multiverse ending story. It's not anything too heavy. It's a fun action-based story, and it, it's honestly refreshing to read after so many years of like the multiverse will never be the same again after yeah, this. Fuck the multiverse! <laughs> I'm yeah, sick of this it, multiverse. It's nice to just have the Justice League teaming up to fight a bad guy, and yeah. So I'll, I'll briefly mention the story is. Um, so in Bendis' Man of Steel stuff at the beginning of his Superman run he destroyed the Fortress of Solitude and this seems like something has been unleashed from below the Fortress of Solitude which has been locked away for millennia and we get teased that it was locked away originally by Black Adam Hippolyta Viking Prince and Swamp Thing centuries ago sorry Nothing. I was fact checking. <laughs> yeah, you said Ippolita, right? Uh, Wonder Woman's mother. Okay. Um, oh, uh, yeah. Hippolyta. There you go. Hippolyta. It says Hippolyta. Enchilada. Okay. I'm pretty sure I pronounced Swamp Thing correctly. <laughs> Let's go to the movie. <laughs> yeah, consult me. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's a fun story. It's winter-based, and I saw someone on Reddit point out, because my problem with this was it crossed, like there's too many events in too small a time with DC. But they pointed out that this probably would have been released after um, Death Metal had been released, had it not been for a two-month delay because of COVID. They're all stuffed up, you know? Yeah. All their plans <laughs> got merged together because of COVID. But yeah, this is, it's a fun, enjoyable, harmless read. We get some fun moments. See, it's it feels self-contained. Does it feel like it's self-containing its, its story to make it yeah, nice? Yeah, definitely, yeah. yeah that's it's good. got a slight mention to Bendis' Man of Steel, where it just says, yeah. like, oh, the fortress is destroyed. Check this out mm-hmm. to find out more. But yeah, okay. it's it's an action-heavy read. It It's fun. I'm going to check out, I'm going to check out a few more issues at least, because it is a fun read. I, um... No, nah, I feel bad I got shafted. You know? It does yeah. seem cool. Like Endless Winter, Wonder Woman on the cover. Seems cool. It's more... I enjoyed this issue more than Death Metal. 
Oh well, that's not setting the bar too high. Oh, no. Death metal. You know, let's, I don't. Let's just, let's just I, admit, death metal has a cool concept. It has cool yeah, art, but the aesthetic. story is just ideas that yeah, were put into definitely. a blender and poured yeah. out at random. At yeah. this point, they, like nobody they, knows they, what the hell is going on. I hope they at the end of it, bucket, they put every single DC character in there. Here's the problem. And then they pulled out the character and said, okay, we'll merge that with Batman. People are still buying it, you know, and I think I feel bad because I don't want Scott Snyder to get bad press, you know, because I want to see what he can do. But I'm just saying, sometimes you deserve a little bad press, but nobody, he's not going to get necessarily too harsh of press on this because it is selling. And like, I'm still buying it, even though I still think it's not to be rude, but it is like, it's garbage, not terrible. Yeah, yeah, it's just not good. Like, and it's, yeah, story it's just, wise, it's absolutely it's just not garbage. good. I mean, Capullo, Capullo is the one who's shining, if anything, and I don't even think he's really given a fucking chance to shine because so much of it is exposition panels. I'm like, Jesus, let the let him use the fucking Black Lantern ring, you know? Like, what are you doing? You have this fucking ring in his hand, and you you wait like six yeah. issues, are five you... issues, just to tell us what we already effing knew. I'm just kind of like, bro, bro. I think. Sometimes you need a little bad press. Some, but I think there's a lot of people right now who are trying to just ride out the wave, like we're kind of doing. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm like not, you know, I'm excited to see what he can do when he's not tied into continuity so much. Yeah, when he can just sort of be tell yeah. a self-contained story and like, yeah. Me and Ty briefly meant like not on the episode, but like I messaged him the other day about the Scott Snyder Nightwing Black Label book, and like we're gonna check that out because it might be fun. Something self-contained from Snyder doesn't mm-hmm. tie into the great multiverse. Yeah. Like. Yeah, definitely. It it will be a breath of fresh air. Yeah, I think. Uh, Dick, and that's why Dick I enjoyed deserves a good black because... label run, man. Sorry. Dick deserves a good black label run, especially he what he should do is the point where Dick breaks from Batman. That would be awesome, like a twelve-issue saga of how the break happens, yeah. like how he decides to say fuck it. You know, like that, that would be really cool. I mean, it's already been told, but I'm talking black label, like something where it has a little fire and flame to it. You're just like, damn, that's a lot of strings. And, you know, that's cool. Um, let's see. Uh, yeah. All right. All outs on, uh, DC comics, like seen previously in such and such issue. Cause I only read Batman beyond. I don't, I don't read any more other. That's your, that's your DC right now. Batman beyond. That comes to an yeah. end soon. Well, until the next, until the next issue. Yeah, that's crazy. So, Other what do you think? That, it's all black label. But Dude, I, if we I, got I, a black label Batman Beyond, I would lose it. I think so he deserves. I think he deserves it. Hardcore. Yeah, that'd be sick. But anyway, uh, you mentioned a call out in Endless Winter about you know, Fortress of Solitude. But like, do you guys see that a lot in other issues? What were they do a shout out to previous things that you might not know like, and there, give the... there's just like a little a oh, little yeah. bubble that just says like because mm-hmm. yeah, previous... I see it pop up in Batman Beyond okay, every now so, and again. Yeah. And it's usually just like seen in like one issue ago. Yeah. It's like this doesn't really seem necessary. Yeah. But it's because I'd yeah, agree. I I think the funny thing it's with never the bat... for any other comic. Yeah, but I think the funny thing is is I think they treat from what I've noticed, like the Batman, it's a 50 issue run right now on its own thing, kind of. And most likely, I don't know. I just feel like they do that for the reader reading it. Cause at any point people probably hop on just for one issue. Like they just grab, like, let me just grab 33. I, I do get let that. But grab. like, it is kind of funny when sometimes you read it and they'll be like, 
oh, like this is mentioned 60 issues back in like this. And you're like, oh, okay, that's helpful because yeah. now I kind of know where it's happened. And then sometimes you'll be reading it. It'll be like, this happened on the previous page. Previous <laughs> the, yeah. Dude, on the last page, this happened. You're like, whoa, what the fuck? I just read exactly. the you know? yeah. I've like, I read that like yeah. a week and a half ago. Uh, like, yeah, I do, get you. do you really need to like, remind me? So I feel quickly? like my only comparison would be like Spider-Man. I feel like does that as well. It's an ongoing people hop on at any point. So they'll always, they'll do the last issue. And I will say yeah. from the Silver Age shit I've read, oh, they did it 12 times in an issue. Every so issue. Many, so much it's, exposition. Oh, it's like effed up. It's so bad. It takes up most of the dialogue just to let you know. And it would be funny shit too. It'd be like, it'd be the little asterisks on like the Silver Age and it'd be like, Stan says to check out what happened in Namor. You know, like, and it's like funny as shit. Like, it's just, you know, it's Silver Age. And it's like, you know, has a little nostalgia or something. But yeah. I have seen that shit before. Um, and I have seen it from like last week. It does happen. Um, that being said, let's see. Uh, we'll just mention, this is our last mention for comics and then we can just shoot the shit for the last little bit. Um, Texas Blood came to an end. That's an image comic me and Sean were reading. It was good. Uh, I'm a little... very good. I'm at, so it's supposed to be this anthology book, I guess, surrounding the main character sheriff right so meaning like it's going to be a different tale yeah. but it's still going to be joe bob it's still joe bob yeah so i think the next arc is probably going to develop more on the sort of king what was his name i don't know but you remember we had like um, corpse zombie corpses and dreams and shit i don't I know that was like yeah. uh, eventually the sort of big kingpin kind of guy yeah i forget his i name. think it's gonna build yeah it's gonna build to like a big sort of Oh Those yeah, it's a, story, I think, well, but like, yeah, it's gonna be like a yeah. true crime, a true crime show. You know what I mean? Where it's like yeah. we're gonna have season this five. This first arc was very cinematic. I could imagine it as like a six issue miniseries, a six issue, six episode miniseries on like HBO or something. A little AMC, ironic that like the that. guy all he had to do was wait a couple more hours, and she probably would have yeah. been in jail. That was cool. I like that. No spoilers for this one because you should read the arc. It was good. It's a cool. Yeah, yeah this was but, really really good. Yeah, I felt I like... I think in Collected it will read very well yeah. because some of the characters I kind of forgot because it's hard to tell like a miniseries over five months, six months. Yes. Yeah. And keep all the characters fresh. But like, I'm probably going to go back and read this in one sitting. Yeah. And I think it's going to pay off really well. I almost felt like going into the fifth one, I was disconnected because I had lost. But yeah. by the end of it, I was like, oh, I mean, that's a good little, that was a good ending. That was yeah. good. I, yeah. I still cared about the characters. It was just like some I of like the Joe Bob a lot. Secondary cast I'd forgotten about. Yeah, like what, what role they played in the story. I just wish there was a little more with Joe Bob because I just a little more with him. He was good. I like his I feel, character. I feel like he's the well, he's the thing you're the always going to come back he's, to. He's yeah, he's the, the th yeah, yeah, he's the witness of yeah. all this. Yeah, it's all happening yeah. around him. Yeah, for sure, I agree. Um. All right, cool. That was Texas Blood. All right, I'm gonna real quick shout out my. Uh, listen, I sound like I've been sounding like a real asshole on the D on the chat because I've been making fun of Cyberpunk. I want to clear something up. I'm not making fun of Cyberpunk. The people who develop, yeah, the people who develop Cyberpunk. I'm making fun of the publisher who's the asshole who decided to announce this game eight years ago and then rush it to market still by forcing these people to crunch. I'm not. I don't. I want to make it clear. I believe the game will be amazing. That's the artists who are making the game. But the publisher, they're all out here, dude. For the last like six years, they've been like, "Oh, look at these games with microtransactions. We'll never have a mic, dude." They're about to have microtransactions in their multiplayer. I'm not dogging the artist. Yeah, I'm dogging the publisher. 
dude, you've been on your high um, horse for so long. Release a game and shut up. I just feel like they're supposed to be this like, look, I'm CD Projekt Red. We released The Witcher. It was buggy as fuck when you released it, asshole. Like, come on, man. Come on. You shouldn't have mentioned the game. That's all I wanted to say. I do believe that Cyberpunk will be amazing, though. And that should go to credit to the people developing the game. Not CD they, they were a much smaller studio when they released Witcher 3. Yeah, Witcher yeah, and they've grown much. Huge hit. But they've grown so much. And look, have they really grown yeah. very much? Because eight years later, they're about to release a buggy mess and have a 60 gig patch on day one. 60 gigs, that's huge. 60 gigs is huge. I'm not, I'm not dogging the creators. I'm just dogging the publisher. You shouldn't um, have said shit. The it's self-published by CD Projekt Red. No, I know. That's what I'm saying. They're treating their employees like shit. Is what I'm saying. Like them as their oh. own publisher are treating their employees like crap. Yeah, I, I will this. say, to be fair, they did come out and like say like, oh yeah, to be fair, we did treat our employees like shit during this. Yeah, during last month. That's probably. my that's my only beef. I just you yeah, know what you they, have... they said they weren't gonna crunch, but then and they then said they, they were gonna crunch. have yeah. to. They should have just they should have just kept their trap shut. Don't even say. I don't need to know. I don't care. This when you got a product, it's, it's, it's product. a massive game. They said it's like like two to three times the size of The Witcher Three. I'm very I'm very excited. So, so. and they 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 said with this patch, a lot of it is going to be. They said performance but updates. We're for we're still trying older, to give. Like, here's and I don't know why I'm trying to white knight the video game industry. I don't really care about these people at all, but I do. We're still trying to make excuses. Listen, there's a lot of people who don't have internet. They're not getting that patch. You know what I mean? You're about to give them a broken game. Like, that's what's going to happen. living in a third world country like the U.S. That's, yeah, yes, yes. In the middle, <laughs> in the mid, in the Midwest of the U.S. No, I'm just Midwest. trying to, we keep making excuses and that's why our kids end up effed up and on opioids and when they're 30. That's like, you know what I'm saying? Like, so we keep making excuses for these like companies and this is what's happening. If they had access to the 60 gig patch for uh, That's all I'm Cyberpunk, wouldn't we, be give, we keep copping everybody out, and I don't know why we should cop. We don't cop people who hate Apple. Don't cop Apple out. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't have a tie to this company because I didn't play The Witcher. I do own it, but I just I played it for about an hour, and I was just kind of like, eh, I can't get into I it. I saw how the, I saw the scope. I saw the beauty of the game. It just wasn't for me. Now, Cyberpunk, I'm super into because I love like Cyberpunk. I love that like aesthetic. So I think I might have just been a little Renaissance like out at that point. You know, with that whole Skyrim, Lord of the Rings, um, Game yeah. of Thrones type of setting. But um, yeah, no, I just don't have any ties to this company. Like even with like think about this, like Rocksteady, they announced their game two years ahead of time. And they told us that it was gonna have it was gonna be a live service game or whatever games with service or whatever you know. At least they came up front and two and they only did it two years ahead. Now I still probably would have said you should have told me like a year out, but you know why they did two years? Because they let everybody know that this is a games with service game. They're that was they're prepping you, but they didn't go eight years. And I'm a huge Rocksteady fan, and I still kind of have beef with that. I'm like, ah, oh, you fuckers, you know. You know the problem is. is this full story? Oh, for the uh, suicide, suicide Squad, squad. yeah. The problem yeah, yeah. is, is Rocksteady doesn't actually make money. Like, they sell games, but they don't have constant flow of money. They don't have, they need a, without the, the live yeah. service, they're fucked. Video games don't make money for these companies. That's the problem. That's why they're trying to up the price to $70, because they think the 10 bucks is going to save them, you know? But, I don't know. So, I still think Cyberpunk's going to be amazing. I did pre-buy it, because I could preload it. 
So at least I won't have to wait the 60 gig patch when I wake up. I'll be good. So you're a slut. I am. I just, uh, that was my only point. I just wanted to make it known. Like, I do believe like the game will be amazing. I feel bad because of all, like, there's going to be a lot of things unsaid because of how good it is. Like, that's what happens. Like it will succeed. And then nobody will remember that these guys are just turds just talking a lot of shit and then going back on their word <laughs> like just don't yapping always yapping i don't know nobody told you to yap um so that was my little cyberpunk thing i'm excited i bet you're stoked tabs are you gonna take thursday off do you no do you... i'm not gonna take thursday okay. off. And they I... only said they only said something because they were asked directly about it because a bunch of other companies got shit on for some very very bad crunch like Rockstar, yeah, Rockstar is bad. Yes, EA, yeah. Because um, th- they were notoriously bad, and they, yes, they they did go back on their word, but at the same time, it seems like they did at least try. Unlike other companies, which held them um, to crunch schedules for upwards of three to four years and burned out their staff. Yeah, which was, no, which I get was it. what happened. So it's a it's a very dicey topic. Yeah. And obviously it's a huge, it's a huge issue within the industry and burning everybody out, but they put out a teaser eight years ago saying we're in development on this. We have this idea. They went silent until about two years ago when they started actually having footage and then they, they started crunching. I forget what it was like four to six months ago. So unfortunately. Yeah, it's just the unfortunate but side effects. Of it, just... it, it's it's also a massive, massive game. Yeah. Oh, and that's... there's nothing you can do about it. It's, yeah, they even said that's why they kept delaying it. Just more polish, more polish, more bugs. I they're think though, keep, I just keep finding them on my conspiracy theory of it. They cl- like it's not to dog on them, but it's to say like they like yeah, we're still polishing it. I don't think they are still like. I think that was their way of saying like, oh, fuck, I came into work today and realized that this game can't go to market yet. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, I think that's the the but we talked about it and now we set a date and we've already delayed once and we've delayed twice. There was talk on the on the back end, too, about people saying, well, what if they were working (laughs) deals with like Microsoft and Sony or at least Microsoft because their announcements have been at the Xbox shows for E3. To make sure that it w- it wasn't going to come out too early. What if they were delaying it for polish, but also to make sure it was going to release in sync with the Series X and the PS5, which seems very plausible. Hey, push it back, and we'll give you more time to polish it because we want this as a launch title. I'll give them one more thing. I'll give them one break. I understand what they mean by they went from last-gen turning into a next-gen co- console midway yeah they were screwed when they started development that was definitely the wrong three years to start like their development because they started development when before the ps4 Xbox. that's what i'm saying they were they screwed themselves they duke nuked them they like they kingdom hearted themselves they congratulations you played yourself yeah you started making something on a dead platform you know instead of looking you should I think it was always going to be for PC so that was always the standard but then it's like how do we make this work on the weakest link right as well yeah fuck that weakest link shit get rid of that if you're weakest link I get rid of you nope you, you can't play it <laughs> screw it I don't have time for this shit nine platforms 
So I'm excited. I do have off on the day it comes out, I believe. So I am I am happy. I will play. I will play. Um, I am stoked for the multiplayer too, because I'm just like, what is it? You know, like when Assassin's Creed came out with multiplayer, I was having so much fun doing that shit. Like you could sneak and kill people. So I don't know, like, what's this gonna bring to the table? Well, they gonna... they were really smart about it because they all they said was there is multiplayer. Multiplayer is coming <laughs> after the single player. And there are going to be only cosmetic microtransactions, but no microtransactions in the single player. Right. And and they didn't say anything else about it except that, because they said, we want a complete single player campaign for everybody to play and enjoy. So they're not, they did the smart thing. They They touched on it, but then they said, we're not saying anything else because we want, this is cyberpunk, is this main rpg story right focus on that multiplayers coming down the road so it could be it could be a year it's more than likely two years but nobody knows yeah i mean but think it, about they said it's going to be a it's going to be a while yeah it's not a priority they need to get the game out and have it <laughs> that people play it you know that's what needs to happen i'm excited i, I i've seen nothing i'm stoked I'm going and just I just want to see Keanu Reeves. I saw was the first gameplay trailer they released like two weeks ago. So many people dog too. So many people dog so hard. They're like, it's not graphic. It looks like shit. And I saw like a photo. It looked so good. I know. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? It looks amazing. Like, they just put out the photo mode trailer two days ago. Oh, that's oh maybe it was what I saw. Some photos taken or something. I don't know. Looked nice though. Um. All right, I know I had another topic I wanted to say. Any you boys have anything you want anything in the news that we didn't bring up? Anything happening? Anything happening in the uh the Marvel Nothing field? Nothing major, I don't think. I'm just going to say I read Thor this week and it was very very good. I've been doing the Ultimate Spider-Man as well. That's catching up is nice sometimes when you can uh, just breeze. You have been it. flying through that like I got on Instagram it. in the morning and hit, you'll be like, like on volume 14 and then like yeah. I'll check in a few hours later and it's like time for volume 17 yeah, <laughs> I'm like what I'm going personally I will say this um I know I think you said Sean did you say you liked the clone saga or you just said he reinvented the clone saga with an original story reinvented it with an original I, story I fucking hate the clones man I think it's such a stupid fucking story I'm sorry it, it I've was, hated the clones it was, it was terrible in the original run like yeah. it's one of the most hated eras of spider-man i'm super salty that ben riley gets the cool scarlet spider suit you know i'm super salty about that that should be peter parker <laughs> but you know what i saw some cool things like it was cool ben riley was like a doctor in this one instead of being a clone you know like he was the doctor who made them like from dr connor's work it was cool um yeah i'm breezing through i'm trying to get to the death of the reason i'm trying to get to spider-man reign I just wanted to read this kind of like I wanted to read the ultimate Spider-Man, get a collection of his overall story and then appreciate rain after seeing just, you know, getting like I got that Dragon Ball Kai, you know, like the consolidated version of Dragon Ball is what I'm getting in the Spider-Man. Even though I don't recommend Dragon Ball Kai, watch all of Dragon Ball, every filler episode, every fucking everyone. Uh, <laughs> you ever watch uh, DBZ abridged? Um, for some reason, is that where they do the vocal stuff in the booth or is that an I no, feel like I've no, heard it's, of it. It's like a they take the uh, episodes and break them down to just very very small things. They overdub it with their own vocals. It's it's comedy. I want to see it. Let me see. 
it's it's pretty old. Oh, oh okay yeah yeah i have seen this before okay yes i have seen this yeah yeah it's their parody yeah that's it yeah that's it's funny <laughs> um yeah i'm a db i'm a dragon ball sucker i don't know i, I, I like it uh always been a fan it was a good childhood show yeah it's a good childhood show good childhood shows out there yeah Definitely. Did you know, I don't know if you guys are aware of this, uh, I don't know why I'm doing advertising for these people, but the uh, I think it's Verve, I believe. Um, they're a website that actually, if you go on it, it's one of the subscription websites like uh, Netflix, but dude, <laughs> like I have all this stuff on a hard drive, and um, but I think it's called the Verve, but they offer like every fucking old show ever. Verve or the Verve pipe? Not on Verve subscription. Uh, I hope it's not like some no, I'll get it. All right, I'll figure it out. I'll figure it out and send it to you guys. It's like a fucking subscription, but it's like every old show you. It has Cat Dog. It has um uh 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 what's it with Crumb and Ickis? What's that called? All Real Monsters. Uh, yeah. All yeah. Real Monsters. It has like all that kind of shit. It has everything like from that okay. time period. It's crazy, but it's yeah, it's a dope one. I'll I'll get, I'll get the name of it. Um, yeah. the viewers that they subscribe to legal streaming services such as Netflix, Amazon Prime, HBO Max, and Disney Plus. Yeah, please don't break the law. Um, yeah, uh, Prime is bad. Okay. And then I know I was talking shit in the chat about Zack Snyder's um, oh, yeah. satire. Elaborate on this. Oh yeah, I just wanted to say so. How sat- is it? How is it a- yeah, okay, so the idea is is that he was quoted saying that his movie is satire of the comic. Yes. Okay, and satire isn't defined as a parody, so I just want to clear that up. We have to separate that, that a satire is not a parody. A parody is something else. Okay, yeah. so let's take satire. I just want to say, like, to defend the words, because I was listening to a guy today on YouTube for, like, 30 minute rip apart Watchmen and just fucking destroy it, and it was pissing me off, but I got one thing out of it. Um... He says so many things. He says the the book does. I, I'm just I'm going to try to say it real. I'll go into detail, but like, let me try to get the overall thought out. The book goes into all these details about how it's making fun of superheroes, right? Yeah, that's and then Zack Snyder makes fun of him by making his superheroes cool. Like, that's the point. Like, that's the satire. That is what is satire about it. Warshak isn't... I'm not trying to go deep into like what he meant. I'm just saying that like, the costumes in the Watchmen universe in the book are a joke. They're designed to be a joke. They're to make fun of the characters, you know? He, he brings this, and he puts them on stage, and he puts Warshak in there. And instead of making him this incel that you hate, or whatever, that you question, he becomes the coolest guy on the screen. And that's satire of his comic. Like, it's ironic that this guy, Alan Moore, so... That he comes out and says like Rorschach's not supposed to be cool. That's why it's satire because he did the opposite. He made it cool. I don't want to go too deep. I just got like from every complaint this guy had on this YouTube video. I was like, oh, that's the irony in it all. Like I see like it is funny. Like you know that like this guy tries to make a character. He doesn't like people liking him, and then a guy makes a movie about him liking it. Yeah, I kind of get it. It's kind of like that. It's like a uh, two positives or two negatives make a positive. I'm saying. Like it's like it's like this guy makes a comic book making fun of superheroes or whatever has this character Rorschach, and I just the irony I think is is that Alan Moore doesn't like that his character's cool. I'm like it's I don't know I think in itself like that's like pretty ironic. 
So that was my only like little defense. But That's that good. being said, I wish I remember the guy who did the video. I probably have it on my history. Yeah. Holy shit, dude. He rips it apart. <laughs> yeah. He hates everything about it. Like literally to a T. But then he also says that it's a shot for shot remake. So it's like very conflicting because I'm like, oh, I'm kind of like, well, how can it be shot for shot? And then you hate it. I'm like, it's weird. Yeah. How can it be shot for shot? And then satire. That too. That, well, that's where I'm saying you have to read between the lines is where you say, yeah, it's shot for shot. But once again, in this scene, he's cool. But in the book, he's not, you know? But then yeah. I look at it and say, I, like... I, I do kind of see where you're coming from. Yeah, yeah, I'm just trying to, like... I hate when people, like, take the words of somebody in an interview, and then all of a sudden it's, like, it's just ripped apart. I'm like, ah, well, that was just one sentence in a whole interview, a slew of things. So, like, that would be my only defense. what they say and use it against them. Yeah, yeah, I hate when you say <laughs> things, and then I don't want them to be that so way. So stop using his own words against him. No, but what I want to say is, is that it's picking on him. It's picking on him. You're yeah. you're you're picking on the that. words. You know what I mean? Like I think it's much more simple to just say that you know Zack Snyder wanted to you know appeal to the mass audience, and if he just had some you know incel as a hero, people wouldn't have been wanting to see the movie. He had to make them, you know. But that's the irony. He is an incel, and he is a hero. Yeah, I think that's the, yeah. I'm just saying he's trying to you know Zack Snyder, you know, yeah, modifying yeah, like, them to appeal to yes. You know, and that was and like kind of audience versus, you know, trying to stick it to. Well, that's Alan the thing, versus. too. Yeah, yeah. It's not. It definitely isn't about the intention. Yeah, it's definitely not to stick it to Alan Moore. I'm saying it's ironic for Alan Moore. But but we'll bring up the costume thing. Like you said, um, like, I don't think he was intentionally sticking it to Alan Moore. I'm saying it's just like ironic yeah. that this character, it ends up being that way. I, I, I guess I can buy, you know, it is, you know, if you look at, you know, compare the two, this one is satire, the other. But I don't think it's you know intentionally satire right yeah like his words like him saying it makes his intentions true i get what you're saying yeah like because i was just saying like i kind of see it i kind of see the satire of like i get it because like if this guy's walking around and saying his comic book's not supposed to be cool and this guy makes it cool that's kind of like ironically satire because it wasn't and now it is and all he did was yeah. tell the story all he did was tell the story it's just the story. I just I don't know. You know. It kind of reminds me of like you know somebody goes and covers you know a famous musician and then you know gets a big hit. Say you know the Atari's Boys of Summer versus Don Henley's Boys of Summer. Pick pick I, something I not so is... pick something not so indie. Like let, let 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 let's get me get me something better. But I I get what you're saying. Yeah, it's, it's like can, no, that's, no. Like, that's too. I don't get. Who are they? Tell me who they are. I need the to Ataris, hear the Ataris Boys of Summer. No, I don't know. You don't know Ataris. the song Boys of Summer by the Ataris? I don't think so. I have to hear All it. All right, dude. You what gotta... is wrong with you? I don't think so. <laughs> Do you know Listen. who Don Henley is? No, not as an individual. Does he have a band, or is that he? Did he? Roll... The, he's, he's part of the Beach Boys. Oh, okay, cool. We'll just say the Beach Boys. Then we're well, good. Don Henley, you know, on he his had own a solo career. He had a solo up. career. But like, I probably I probably know it then. I'm sorry, I'm not an individual artist fan, like or name knower, but I do know okay. the Beach Boys. I probably know the song then. I, I can't listen to it now because it will play through the stream. Yeah, yeah. But I will listen to it. But um, uh, like you know the song Boys of Summer, right? Yeah, sure. I'm sure I do. I have to hear it, but I'm sure I do. All right. But go on. What were you saying though? Finish your I, thought. I was saying like one's not, you know. One's a cover of the other. They're both hits, but one's, you know, they've made it their own. 
the Ataris made it their own. I wouldn't exactly say one was satire or the other. They, you know, put their own little touches on. You know, no, no, no. Yeah, like you're saying. No, I agree with you. Lines, I agree like with you. I, I'm not. I'm not saying that Zack Snyder truly, intentionally, and intellectually satired the shit. And I don't know okay. if he was just spewing right. shit out of his ass. I'm saying though, I can see the satire. Is what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah I yeah. mean, I can't. I definitely can't say no. You don't see that. No. <laughs> yeah. 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 But I don't want to <laughs> sound like I'm trying to just. Um. What's that called? White Knight Zack Snyder. No, it's, no, I don't, fine. I, people say whatever they want, but it is just a snippet of a whole article, you know, of a whole interview. So it's always like people pick and pry. I'm like, ah, oh, you're so fucking hyper-focused on the sentence he said. I was like, then I was listening to some guy pick it apart and I was kind of like, whoa, by picking apart, you're showing it was satire. He ripped it apart. And I was just like, holy shit. Oh, it's amazing how somebody can hate everything about it and then say it was shot for shot. I was like, wow, that's ironic. That is very ironic. Um, I being a huge fan of Watchmen, the book and the movie, I don't see any problem with it, but people have crazy problems with it. I personally think he wrote a better ending, dude. So think about this. <laughs> like the whole thing is like, he's not a comic book villain, right? He's like, I'm not a, I'm not a comic book villain. Uh, you oh, think yeah, if I would have, what do you mean I'm you're not a comic book villain? You just sent an intergalactic squid to New York. That's the most comic book villain shit you could have ever done. The least but, comic book. You know, monologuing no, while least, you haven't done your plan yet. The least comic now. The least comic book thing you could have done is had Manhattan destroy the planet, and ha that would have been the uh, the same mirrored image of having Superman destroy the planet. That's what's ironic, like, or that's what's satire. You're like, so like, I think you wrote a better ending. I think the squid is a little fucking. Uh, it's the most comic book villain shit you could have ever done. Not to pick it uh, the way it went. Yeah. It's just so it's weird. It's weird because I do like the movie. I do enjoy it. I'm a big fan of it. I think it. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what happened yesterday. I you know had a couple Watchmen clips pop up when I was watching other stuff on YouTube. So I watched uh -oh. a couple of those scenes. Were they from the TV show or from the movie? No, no, from the movie. Oh, cool. There cool. was that scene, you know, where Rorschach and Night Owl take on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ozymandias. That's a dope scene. And then That's I cool. just watched a couple of uh, Rorschach scenes because An another another satire thing that I, here's I found another one. I, I remember um, he brought up how the beginning of the comic book, you're supposed to feel you're not you're supposed to think that this decrepit man is getting his ass kicked and thrown, you know, like it's not you're supposed to empathize for the decrepit man. But instead, Zack Snyder, once again, not I don't believe this is intentional. I think it's just his style. He shoots it so aesthetically pleasing that you forget to even that he said that his evaluation of the movie is he's like, I forgot to even feel bad for the comedian. I was thinking like, well, once again, that would be satire on the whole idea that he glamorized the whole shot. But I also think the music unforgettable. It was perfect. Yeah. I felt incredibly bad for the Morgan and like yeah. old man makeup. He killed it, dude. The scene, the whole the whole fighting scene was amazing. Like he broke his face over like granite. It was nuts. I was like, holy shit. It was a really cool scene. Um. So, yeah, I just, yeah. I can kind of see the satire, but I don't want to defend Zach, so I won't, I won't, I won't discredit his nonsense words in his interviews, but um, I kind of get it. He did glamorize the shit out of that movie, and it wasn't meant to be glamorized. The whole point of the movie is to, to you know, so it's like, holy shit, you know, that's, that in itself is kind of funny. Um, but if you, if you listen to the rest of the interview, yeah, Zach definitely, you know what, now that I think about it, he definitely doesn't think it's intentional because the way he talks about how beautiful everything is, like, it's hilarious. Listen, to, this dude needs to like...
be in a museum. He needs to like own a museum of artwork or something and like just be like, look yeah. at the view. Like, cause it's always just so like everything's here in front of him. It's funny. It's funny how he talks. Um, but yeah, that was my only thing I had to bring. Does anybody have anything else they want to bring? We got about like seven minutes left before we hit that two and a half and we can, we'll, we'll end it. Anything else? Anything? Are we, are we all down for Wonder Woman? We're all just going to watch it and then hit yeah. it up on. Yeah. So, yeah, we'll do a review. The week it comes out, we'll just catch it. We'll watch it, and then whatever the next podcast date is. Cool. Yeah. Are we gonna? We were gonna what? Like have it watching in the background, muted. I and think. We all do our commentary. I think what we'll do is this one. We'll we'll work towards that. We'll try to find. Um, I don't know if we want to do it on the first watch. So like me and Sean were kind of talking on the side. Yeah. Yeah. We watch it on our own. Let's watch it on our own, and then. I don't know if we can find a movie we can go back, you know, and do that with. Like, I always tell Sean, like, he was doing this MCU binge, and I was like, if you ever get to Infinity War, let me know. I'll watch it with you. So I would totally do commentary on something like that. Um, I think do Infinity MCU commentary from beginning to end. No, I, I don't think I'll ever rewatch any of the movies, really. I'm going to be honest with you. I think I'm so done with them. Um, I think out of... I, yeah. Doing commentary. <laughs> I, think, I think out of 22 movies, there's about seven. I'll watch, and I'm like, that's it, man. Yeah. I could do a rewatch of the Spider-Man films because I've only seen okay. each one. I could do once, them. I they're could hard to find. They're not, you know, Sony's keeping those close to the chest. You gotta yeah, rent them. Little, yeah, those little D bags. Um, yeah, it's not like, like, uh, like films. All the uh, well, the second two Captain America films. Yeah, Spider-Man I've covered everything during the pandemic. Yeah. I think the only thing I haven't watched again is like Guardians of the Galaxy. You know, I waited all the way till two weeks before Infinity War came out to watch Guardians One and Two. I never saw them. Mm. Holy shit, dude! They became. I like only ever saw Guardians Two in theaters. I've never gone back and rewatched it. Yeah, and I don't think I want to. You've seen Guardians One though, right? You're just saying you. Yeah, almost... yeah. I, oh, saw, okay. I saw that. I think it's a really good dude. movie. Listen, two, I think, was kind of Groot mediocre. We the yeah, We okay. Are Groot. I lost it. Yeah. I fucking cried. Yeah. I was just like, get the fuck out of here. That was the most beautiful thing I'd ever seen. I was just like, are you kidding me with this tray? Um, so, yeah, I remember, I think I went and saw a movie. I went and saw a movie and I saw a trailer for Infinity War and it had the Guardians in it. And I was just like, fuck, I gotta watch it now. <laughs> so yeah. I went home and I watched Guardians and then I watched Ant-Man as well. You know, and that's like what I... I had not seen them. I wasn't like caught Why up with them. Did you not watch all of the MCU movies? Why were you oh, not like no, all no. of the MCU movies? I'm, sorry. I'm watching that immediately. I did. I did watch all of them leading up to it, except Guardians. I don't know why. I was just like, yeah, they're probably not going to be tied into any of this. I don't know what they're doing with this universe. And then I was like, holy shit, holy shit, holy shit. What the fuck? I was like, oh, a new Marvel movie. I know nothing about it, but I have severe Stockholm syndrome, so I'm going to watch yeah. it. <laughs> I really dug it, man. I think uh, James Gunn, I think, I don't, I hope I'm not blowing shit out my ass, but. Um, you probably are. I it probably am. Um, <laughs> I think James Gunn worked on Dawn of the Dead with Zack Snyder. And I thought to myself, I was like, that's funny because James Gunn's the only other director where I see a clear image of his direct. Like he has a very clear aesthetic with his blow up shots. He's very good at comic paneling shit. There's so many scenes in the Guardians where you're like, oh. <gasps> That's a comic panel right there. You're like, oh shit, that's a comic panel. You know? Smoke out yeah. of your ass. He worked on a screenplay with George Romero. I did blow smoke out of my ass. Is that what you're saying? No, you did not. Oh, oh, I didn't. Oh, okay. See, so, yeah, they like worked on something together with that. I knew that. That was cool. Yeah, James uh, James Gunn wrote the screenplay. 
Do you think I don't, and I'm not once again, I'm, I'm only, I'm only just questioning. I don't know for sure. Do you think that Zack Snyder in some way, uh, he was asked or anything when James Gunn was a free agent and he said, dude, grab him. Or like, do you think like, like, I just wonder, like he moved over to DC. I'm like, Zack Snyder's the helm of the DC. Oh, well, at the time or whatever, you know, or whatever. It's like, he was like lead king shit on turd island so i was just wondering like i wonder if like he saw an opportunity and was like yo get get gun you know i just wonder from the sounds of it dc offered gun whatever he wanted to join dc he was offered superman he was offered That's whatever sick. movie he no wanted. no no but at the well, at the time of his uh, the, uh, leaving marvel you're saying like when he was free agent you're saying they offered him that yeah when he was free yeah. well, of course he was going to choose the suicide him. squad he doesn't want any mainline shit he doesn't want that yeah, it's no fun dc offered him anything he wanted they told him he could have superman if he wanted he could have any movie he wanted Damn, and he chose cool. suicide squad that's cool yeah well i'm glad he did because i think he'll make it fun kind of like how tom taylor made it fun. I, I i yes but i really wanted a superman movie <laughs> yeah i don't like, think i don't think they know what they're gonna do i really think i keep hearing dude i keep hearing crazy rumors man where i'm just like yo bro this is this is outrageous i want a math i want a matthew here's Bourne, a matthew here's Bourne. my Here's my um, prediction. Henry Cavill movie. Here's my prediction. The problem is it's not going to be what you guys want. It's going to be what I want. But I'm just saying it. I'm saying it unbiasedly. I You're don't, wrong. Yeah, yeah. I'm just saying it unbiasedly from what I've heard. Yeah. The guy at HBO, somebody up at AT&T fucking loves Zack Snyder. And I'm sorry, but he's getting his whole trilogy. And like, that's what's happening. And and the worst part about it all for everybody who like, who's like into DC continuity of like their movies that means Aquaman just got fucked. That means Wonder Woman 84 got fucked. You know what I'm saying? Like things are, because they were originally designed to go with Joss Wheaton's run. But Zack Snyder's movie is completely fucking different. Like the whole, the ending, the character, even the main bad isn't the same. So I just like, this is, this is a mess, dude. Now personally, I don't care because I've always thought that Zack Snyder's movies were contained in their own world anyway. I don't, they, they, Man of Steel goes right into BVS and BVS goes right into Justice League. So I'm just like, you know, it's cool with the other stuff. So for me, I don't really feel like my five movie arc or whatever his thing is going to be affected. But dude, Wonder Woman, Aquaman, who Aquaman's probably going to get it the worst. Who knows? Like, like if they truly decide to continue the story from Zack, but then they give Aquaman his own content. Like, what are they going to do, dude? Ah, who knows? So we'll see as it comes. But I, I just Matthew, wanted to. I really I just, want Matthew Vaughn Superman movie. I was just saying, I don't think you're going to get your Superman movie is what's going to happen. Like, I'm I don't not. think it's happening. I've accepted that. Yeah. Which sucks because I would take many. Yeah. I would take many Henry Cavill Superman movies. He's the man. I think he's really good. I think he's really good at the role. He he has the charisma to be a perfect comic book Superman. Yeah, with the happiness, with the optimism Superman represents in the comics. And I'm not going to criticize Zack Snyder here oh. because that's not what we're talking about. But I'm just going to say his Superman was very. Oh well, depressed. he lives with real he, world he was, consequences. Yeah, he was not he was not an optimistic superhero no. in those movies. No. But I think I think Henry Cavill has the charisma to be that superhero that the comics can represent. What if it went this way? Because this is I mean, once again, I'm I'm unbiasedly saying this because I'm pretty sure this is what's gonna happen. Like I said, at the end of Justice League, Henry Cavill will be the symbol of hope and he will get his solo movie where he is the symbol of hope. I hope like, so. Yeah, no, no, Henry I'm just Cavill saying like I'm pretty sure that's like like a 
one there's like a couple interviews like it was like in 2017 when zach like when he quit and he said his greatest like his greatest defeat was that he never got to finish superman's arc where he becomes a symbol of hope like those are like his words so i'm like oh shit like so wow zach snyder's gonna i don't know if you know this but there isn't a single zach snyder movie that ends positively yet not a single one of them end dawn of the dead ends with all of them getting attacked on the island 300 ends with the king dying um watchmen ends with ozymandias winning uh, sucker punch. Sucker... Note of hope. No, no, yeah, and yeah, that's fine. A note of hope, but the main character we're saying we he. I mean, that was one of the most epic endings where you're just like fuck. Um, sucker punch. Got, she, <laughs> sucker punch. Like twelve years later, she gets lobotomized. Sucker punch. She gets lobotomized. Man of Steel. He kills the only known Kryptonian besides himself. BVS. The Kryptonian dies. You know, I'm just saying there has yet to been a Zach. So it's wishful thinking, but I also think yeah. for some reason that like Superman will get. I, I hope he does end on the hope symbol because then he will get a hopeful movie. You know what I mean? And he'll have his, he'll have his like, put him through the trenches arc and let him now let him take on fucking Brainiac. (laughs) And like, as bad as the scene scene was because of the terrible CGI and everything, the close, the most comic accurate scene we have had for Superman in the uh, Zack Snyder movies was the intro to Justice League where he had the horrible CGI mouth and he was like, Oh yes, him showing up. Yes, yes. That was a great, yeah, yeah. And I hope, I hope that's still in it in some, like, I hope that scene isn't that scene because it can't be because it's CGI lip. Yeah. But I hope, yeah, yeah. yeah, I hope that something like that happens because that was a dope scene. But I do have to say that that mustache wasn't worth the scene. It it was (laughs) Because I was like, bro, because that didn't set the tone that ruined the movie. Because when I saw it, I immediately said like something. I didn't know. I'll, I'm if for nobody who anybody who doesn't know me, I actually didn't know who Zack Snyder was till like two years ago. Like I didn't know he was the guy making the movies I loved. I had no fucking clue. And then all of a sudden it clicked with me, and I was like, oh my god, dude, this guy's aesthetic is in everything. I'm like, look at the slow mo shots. Look at the <laughs> look at his zoom in shots. I was like, I love all this shit. This is so like this is so me. Um, so um. Yeah, I just, the mustache, it set a tone, and I was like, something's weird, you know, and I didn't know about the mustache gate yet, and then I found out, and I was like, oh, this, well, this sounds like it was botched from the beginning. It had no chance of survival, you know, um, but that is a dope scene, and I do think that is yeah. super comic. That is so comic, it's awesome, and I it's, hope it happens again. It's the most comic, it's most comic because accurate scene. I think what's funny so is, you get the scene um, in BVS where he saves like the people from the fire and it's just like epic music and no and everybody's like praying to him like he's a god almost and i look at it and i'm like that's funny because the the dichotomy between the two scenes is so i'm like that's you can see like where he is and you can see all the sorrow but one day if it gets to that you're like look at all the happiness he brings it's kind of like spider-man dude he always gets shit on by everybody but the people he saves knows he saves people you know i hope so i want to see a happy superman in the movies and we'll see where it goes i think we're gonna i think we're gonna but i think lois is gonna die (laughs) i'm sorry i think lois is gonna die i think dark side is gonna lock laser beams with superman and then he's gonna beat him and the anti-life formula is when the beams hit his eyes he's gonna be like He's going to be unlocked, you know, into like Darkseid's brain matter or whatever. And he's going to control him. I have a feeling we're getting. And I think the Joker's going to have two fucking shotguns <laughs> and a fucking trench coat, dude. And Dar- and Deathstroke is going to be riding deep with Batman on his fucking rogue squ- squadron Omega 
fucking whatever trip that's going on in the nightmare like yeah i think this is like death metal <laughs> but hopefully hopefully it just i can dig it i hope wonder woman dies she's gonna she's gonna get fucking destroyed a b plot of lobo going off and <laughs> <laughs> yeah that that was funny they seeded that lobo thing from the first issue about going to like a box you know and i thought that this box was gonna have amazing like, oh where's this going and then it happened i was like this is the worst thing i've ever read from dc <laughs> it went nowhere um it made me drop dc for several weeks i felt that yeah. way about future's end oh no so you've i experienced... was lucky enough to come in just after future's end i didn't experience future's end live damn i just heard the backlash Wait, after the two hundred dollars down the drain fuck that hurts that hurts i can 40 feel this 8 50 ish yeah it, it was like it was 48 issues yeah 48 issues at four dollars a pop Feels bad, man. Yeah, it hurts. It hurts everywhere. <laughs> All right, let's go around the room. Um, thank you, everybody, for tuning in to Beyond the Source Wall, issue 13. Uh, you guessed it, more fucking events. Uh, apparently, this event was good, so that's cool. Uh, cat, tune in. Good. Tune in the next couple Fridays. We're going to be doing it. We'll be talking more King and Black and stuff like that. Um, me and Crave won't be because we won't be reading it, but everybody else will be. So you can get it from them. Uh, <laughs> I'm sour. Yeah, uh, I'm just going to mention it was my pick of the week and uh, Tyler's pick of the week. Dude, I'm sorry. You sent me to choose my pick of the week. I don't know. I looked at him and I was like, I don't think any of them. <laughs> I think I picked the Ultimate Spider-Man this week. Um but, if you want to pick Ultimate Spider-Man, you can pick Ultimate Spider-Man. No, I want to pick a weekly read that way. Even if they're bad, one has to be. Um, while I'm looking at this, you can find us over on Twitter at SW Comics, Reddit, Instagram at Sourcewall Comics. Um, and then uh, you can check us out on Patreon. Give us a dollar, join our Discord, and potentially get on the show and talk comics with us, which would be dope, which is what we're, you know, we're kind of looking for. Um, okay, Sean, I'll give it to Deceased. It was like the best. It was okay. really, yeah, it was good dialogue. I liked it. It was the best. It was okay. out of all these. It was the best one. Um, yeah, we'll probably be doing a, a comic book awards uh, December 17th as a bonus. So that will be cool. Um, it's going to be interesting. It's not going to be like a comic. It's going to be a comic award where we all just do our nominations and we don't vote on it. And hopefully like because it's stupid to vote on the shit we just nominated. But one day we may have enough people and y'all can vote on it, which would be yeah. cool. That would be so cool. And we could kind of do this yearly, kind of like the video game awards. I feel like the comics deserve it. Uh, these people work hard. They they do good work and sometimes they do bad work. So maybe we should have a Razzie. It would go to yeah. Death Metal. And we'll <laughs> nominate our own picks because we figured we're all reading different stuff. We're not going to come to a mutual agreement on who gets yeah, what. Yeah, exactly. So, so we're just going to have the nominations. We're nominate, yeah. Yeah, we'll have the nominations, yeah. and that will be we like the have list. a death, ba uh, yeah. death battle. Yeah, or we could try to hit up like some popular like Twitter thread or something, and put a poll in or something, and just see what we can grab. I don't know. Like it, people are ruthless on the internet. They'll just kick you out of their site. They're like, "You're not supposed to be here." I'm like, "Well, fine. <laughs> I guess I'm not." It's it's crazy. You can't you can't put your shit up anywhere without somebody being salty. So find us on the interwebs as crave would say <laughs> um yep. i have you down too in the description i have everybody's things and then for you i just have interwebs <laughs> yeah the elusive man yep. um so yeah check us out i for anybody who does catch us dude hit us up and if you're reading something hit me back and i'll uh 
we'll try to schedule you for uh, getting you on to talk, even if it's just for 10 minutes on one of them. It'd be cool to just get somebody's opinion and then, you know, in good faith, you know, it's just, it's good to spread the word and create a community. So that's what we're trying to do here. Um, did you want to go, who's, what's everybody's picks? Crave, what was your pick of the week? Uh, I'll go with Firepower because okay. the only other thing I read was Spy Island. Ooh, we didn't go that Spy was, Island. Eh. Yeah, we can cover that next week. I think it was fun, but loose, you know, like overall. Yeah, story. I'm not sure I would have continued after issue four. I think like, I was I'm only, was only four. I, yeah, I was only reading because it was a four. If this was an ongoing, yeah. I wouldn't have read it. But it had like that Archer vibes of funny spy. Weird. Yeah. And like the ads, yeah. like the advertisements were like funny. Like I appreciated the immersion that they were going for. Yeah. Like just through like, it just, Definitely it kind of like heavy. I expected maybe something more of like a horror thing. Yes, it didn't you know, happen. The, I mean, like issue two kind of yeah, hinted at I mean, it. Like with that skull on the front, yeah, I was yeah. kind of hoping for more like a horror thing. But one sold me on it. And then I read issue one and was like, it's, it didn't live. Very campy. Cover. Yeah, it was. Um, Let's go around here. Tabs, do you want to tell everybody where they can find you? I am over at the Twitters with the tweets at Tabris172015. Tell everybody. Did we, your, did we get your pick of the week? Yeah, I have. I have a semi-hybrid pick of the week. Uh, King in Black, and also uh, what a, Champions Outlawed. I'm really enjoying this series. Is it a number one? My do you... shop document doesn't allow for multiple choices, so I've put him down as King in Black number one. Yeah. <laughs> he, he's um, not allowed to appeal this decision. What was yours, mm-hmm. Sean? King and Black. No, then and put so the other ties. one in. Put no, put the other one in. Then that way, so people can see. I've already done the. Oh, yeah. Okay, we won't make it work. We won't make it work. Oh, um, he snapped his fingers. Sean, at you. while we're at it, tell everybody where they can find you. Uh, you can find me at Instagram and Twitter, Sean uh, Sean Walsh seven four seven. Oh, you know what, Tabs? I wanted to say, uh, it is confirmed. Tabs did do the Kickstarter for the Paprika uh, statue. I had a feeling. I had a feeling. Remember that and sweet paprika, little sexy demon lady or whatever? Um, which she's getting a show. Kind of cool. It's just, it's kind of cool. I'm interested in this um, and what she's doing with this. And it, Witchblade I, uh, Volume 2 also hit Kickstarter like two weeks ago. Volume 2, like the hardcover omnibus yep. or something? Oh, cool. Yeah. Good yeah, for it them. Looks like they're do- it looks like they're doing omnibuses. Good for them. Good for them. Todd's got everybody at Image doing Kickstarters. Because he doesn't want to front any of that three hundred million dollars of his. <laughs> um, Crave, why don't you tell everybody where they can or cannot find you? <laughs> there you go. You heard it here. <laughs> the elusive man. He did post. If you want to find him, go on. I don't know which one he posted it on, but he posted some image of what was it? Like the Green Lantern, the brown coffee. What was it? <laughs> What the black it? coffee lantern. Yeah, the, the black, black coffee. coffee. Cool. So if you if you find the black coffee lantern posted on where no DC, where'd you post it? Yeah, it was on DC Comics. Yeah, then you found him. So yeah, that'll there. be our first. Uh, yeah, the you the, know the first reveal. item we sell in our shop will be the black coffee lantern. Yeah, <laughs> coffee that'd be cup. dope. That would be dope. Damn, we could make it hot. Um, that would be cool. One day we get a little merch. It's nice. I want to build a community. I want people to who like talking comics to come on here and chat it up on the side and have input and stuff like that and be a part of the world we're a part of because comics are cool and they don't get necessarily enough like of a rap. I feel like I feel like it's uh still an even it's still niche, man. It's still niche. I mean, based on my location, 
I'm saying I don't have a fucking friend who reads comics. I got a bunch of friends who will watch the MCU, but I don't have one who will read it and talk it and enjoy it and steadily. Friends? No, dude, friends few and far between nowadays. <laughs> I've been on the outside too long. <laughs> um, but yeah, so this has been Beyond the Source Wall. I am Dave, your humblest of hosts. You can find me at uh, Fleece Fist on Instagram and Twitter. And yeah, it's been fun doing this. This was a good week. We have a couple more Fridays and then we're back on the normal schedule. We should have some bonuses coming out soon. So just keep in touch. DM me if you want to talk comics. I'm down. Um, we'll find a way to fix it. Awards episode we we're going to be doing soon. December 17th. All right. Ta ta for yes. now. Everybody say goodbye. Bye, y'all. Bye. Adios. Bye.